The Undefeated Go Down. Axel has new footage for the Zach Wilson doc. Bills Escape and Cowboys Revived? And only two weeks to the CFL playoffs. Next on Around the Waist. I mean, Around the Couch. Yeah, baby, we are back. That's right. Solo has inadvertently announced our official Olympic flag football podcast called Around the Waste, coming to you <laughs> next year, live from Los Angeles, baby. Welcome to Around the Couch, though. Today, we're here to talk about the NFL, and this podcast is brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron. We love all you patrons out there. At patreon.com slash DVR. What a weekend, boys. It was a weird one. I know I did terrible on my picks, and I know that because I listened to the live podcast that you recorded just two (laughs) nights ago. (laughs) While I was hanging out with my wife, you know, little did I know that Solo was just taking digs at me the whole time, baby. Hey, they were just Stefan digs. That's true. That's all. That was a I think we all spread all three of us spread it around a little bit, Axel. So it was it was a team effort. Well, that was kind of funny when Brett said I got jet lag just from doing a podcast from someone in Australia. (laughs) Um, I did appreciate that. That was very funny. But I did miss you guys. Uh, But what a great weekend. Uh, Where are we at? What do you got to say? Solo? What a weekend of NFL. What are we doing tonight? You know, I got you know, I got a lot of stuff here in my handwritten notes, not community notes. I'm just I'm just I'm very excited to talk about this weekend, the uh ups and downs of the weekend, how much money uh Jake Moody and uh Jalen Hurts cost me this weekend. Oh, um and, and amongst a few other things. Uh so I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm glad you're back. I need it we you know me and Ando, we were on the live pod, which we was impromptu. Uh, solo decided not to be sober solo, and he had a few Lake, as you've heard the ad. Uh, was it Lake Tahoe Blue Vodka, whatever it's called? Lake Tahoe. Tuhu. Tuhu. Yeah. But anyway, it. and then, you know, we're getting a little off the rails, and Brett came in with a surprise. He closed it for us. We were more than a little off the rails solo. Okay. Well... To me, that's normal. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, but that's no, a good point. I mean, I don't remember half the pod, but I do remember doing my best to say, okay, it's second and nine with 10 minutes left, like at least to try to, you know, gear it up. But Brett came in, settled us down. Kira sedgwick us, got us to the end. But we did miss you, Axel. So we'll definitely have to do one with you, buddy. What do you mean she, he Kira sedgwick you? The closer. Oh, the closer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I couldn't remember the name of that. Shit. Uh, it's, 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 I, I bet you half our audience didn't get it. So. Oh, I like that. All right. Well, speaking of that, how are you doing tonight there, Brett? You know, I'm doing very well. I've been uh, needing my uh, around the couch fix, even though I had it two days ago. So I'm ready to talk some football. All right. All right. How about you, Ando? How are you feeling, buddy? Well, I'm finally recovered from our, uh, our, our two hour, hour and a half. I don't know how long it was uh, live special live edition on Monday night. I'm, I'm happy to get back. That was fun, but I'm happy to get back to our regular schedule broadcast. Yeah. Already in progress. Already in progress, baby. Well, 
what a weekend it was. Uh, as Solo said, the two undefeateds, the 49ers and the Eagles went down. Of course, the Eagles were defeated by, which now is the best team in the NFL, the New York Jets, because they defeated the undefeated team. So that means that they're now the number one team in Solo's power rankings. Um, right, Solo? No. Oh. But for tonight, they are. Because I didn't yes. do the power rankings tonight, but tonight I will speak as if the Jets are the number one team. I'm going to give that to you. All right. Well, of course, that's all I can think about. But uh, let's not start with the Jets. <laughs> um, let's see. What should we start with tonight, guys? You want to jump right in? Uh, let's let Brett start. You know, Brett always talks last in the pod. He, he kind of takes a little time to motor up. So I'm throwing them right into the fucking lion's den. Tell us about your Falcons last week, Brett. How are you feeling, baby? And sometimes I'll talk for like 10 minutes and not even realize that I cut out. So, you know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, you know what? The Falcons, that was a tough, that was a tough loss. Um, I thought that they might lose, obviously. I mean, I think that every week, which is why I pick against them. But they actually played pretty well. And th- things were kind of going according to the typical s- script of them, you know, the defense uh, hanging around and then the offense maybe coming back in the fourth quarter to win. Well, we did get a touchdown early in the fourth quarter. We were down by uh, 14 going in there and uh, had lots of opportunities, but could not pull it out. Desmond Ritter three interceptions, mm. including one in the red zone, yeah. uh, in the end zone, which brutal, uh, which would have tied the game at, at that point or, or pulled us within a two-point conversion. Um, we, we gave the commanders a lot of short fields. They, they had a uh, punt return down to like the 10-yard line. They punched that in. Um, Ritter had another uh, interception on his own side of the field, and they – punched that in and um, we gave him another short field when we decided to go for it on fourth down in our own territory and did not make it. That's one thing I'm learning about Arthur Smith, our head coach is that I don't think he's a very good in game coach. Um, I almost think he goes for it on fourth down too often, which I never thought I would actually say because I usually love the game, but I think he's maybe a little too reckless with that. Um, and, and he's had some uh, clock management issues as well. But overall, the, the stat line was very frustrating. Uh, we we outgained them uh, 402 to 193. Yeah, that was nuts. So we, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, it was, wow. It was, it was very much a uh, Minnesota Vikings game, if I may say so, Andy. <laughs> like they you just may. kept shooting themselves <laughs> in the foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they totally should have won, but red, red I, I was thinking it while you were saying it. Game. I was already thinking that. Yeah. So yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So you know you're going to have one of those every once in a while. They're three and three. They got a big game against Tampa Bay, who's I think are they they're three and two, three right and two, now? I think. Yeah. So it's kind of a battle for uh, first in the NFC South um, on the road. We'll see how that goes, but. Yeah, it was a tough one for sure. Yeah, um, I had that one on. You know, I definitely have been paying more attention to Vikings 
Cowboys and Falcons games, definitely. And YouTube is the four way box is really nice. They, they really have kind of pushed the clutter away and, um, they had a they had a lot of the games up this weekend, and that game kind of surprised me. It was sad. Yeah, Ritter Ritter seemed to lose it there. But but a nice thing to point out is Drake London with nine receptions, one hundred and twenty five yards. He was looking good out there. Yes, yeah, he had a big game. Kyle Pitts looked okay, four receptions. Bijan. Uh, was definitely more involved in the in the passing game. He had five receptions, so there there were signs. I mean, we were able to move the ball. We just weren't able to avoid the the big mistakes. And now, of course, everyone's jumping back on the Ty- Taylor Heineke bandwagon, as if <laughs> Ritter had the game of his life last week, and and now he throws up a clunker, and you know half the fan base is ready to get rid of him again. But I think we're just going to need to be a little more patient. Yeah. Yep. We need a little patience, right? Solo. Little GNR. Never heard anybody. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I've been calling for Heineke for a while. I know listening to, uh, Mike Lombardi on the Lombardi line. He he's in the stay with Ritter camp, uh, which is interesting. You know, again, I wonder if you take him out now, do you lose him for the rest of the year? And if Heineke stinks up the joint and you go back, you know, I mean, Heineke must, you know, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I guess I think also too with Heineke, he had that one decent playoff game and like against Tampa, like three years ago or whatever, or two years ago. And like, everyone just like puts him on this pedestal, kind of like Gardner Minshew, how he kind of was exciting because no one expected him to, but now, I mean, they they are backups. I just wonder if Heineken can not uh, throw the picks, but can he run the offense? You know, um, I don't know. Brett, I know you've been saying that Ritter will stay as QB longer than than not. What what do you want? At this point, I do want to just stay with Ritter. Uh, he He showed me a lot in the uh, two games ago against Houston. Um, You know, that was kind of like, I don't know if that was his ceiling, but, you know, throwing three picks, everyone, every quarterback has a game like that. I don't want to get rid of him after one really bad game. Hey, Jalen Hurts did this week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he historically has not thrown very many picks. I mean, he hasn't looked very good in other areas, but – one three pick game. I'm not ready to get rid of them. Um, yeah, I'm. I'd like to be patient. I think. I think that's what I would vote for. Right on. Patience. What's next, good. Axel? All right. I mean, I don't know. Let's talk about this super exciting win that Ando's team had over <laughs> uh, the Bears. Tell us about well, it, Ando. Uh, Wake us up. <laughs> Let's, Come on, let's go. Let's go. Do you need me to take over? No, I oh, this, shine uh, some light. Ladder forty nine theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Robertson. You know the uh, the Vikings struggled to beat a team that lost to the Denver Broncos two weeks ago. That's a, I mean, ninth 
barely win. They win by six points against the Chicago Bears. This is embarrassing. This team is they're having Jefferson out of the game. That just regressed. The game was ter- it was a terrible game. It was boring. It was there's something not right. Uh, one one stat that just blows my mind, and I double checked it like three times after I saw it the other day. Of the Vikings, T.J. Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, K.J. Osborne, Cam Akers, and another backup called Brandon Powell combined for 24 touches in the game. Alexander Madison had 25 touches. More than everyone else combined of the skill position players. 18 carries for 44 yards. This guy is – something is screwed wow. up with the – I don't know if they're just falling apart without Jefferson. I don't know. I was – I thought that even though the Vikings won, I thought this game was – it was terrible. I mean, it was just – I, I fear for the rest of the season after seeing this game. I, I, if I was Jefferson, I would just kind of do what Lamar did last year and not want to come back till something changes. Because I don't know, I'm I've never felt so bad about a loss ever. So I don't know. I know that's not exactly picking up the podcast, but it was terrible. I don't. I hope you guys didn't suffer through any of it. Do you wish you would have lost so you maybe improved status? Was it yeah, that kind of thing. I, I think so, yeah. I mean, I know that I know that there's with especially with the NFC, they're still in the at two and four. They're not out of a playoff spot by any means, but it's just I mean, Justin Fields, the most dynamic player on the Bears, gets hurt, and they still I mean, he didn't play almost the whole second half, and they still almost lost the game to somebody named Tyson Vagent. When we I looked him up, I've never even heard of his college he played for. I mean, it's just yeah, he's a D two school, I think. Yeah, I mean it's it's just Oh God! It was it was just one of those games. I'm like, what? I remember thinking I should have just taken a nap. It would have been better than watching this game. I mean, I was working while I was halfway watching it, so that probably wasn't a bad idea. But yeah, it was. Oh yeah, just very very. I feel like uh, I don't know, just terrible. <laughs> we don't have to talk about the Vikings anymore. It was awful. Yeah, this was a, every time I tuned into this game, it was just looked like it was just a. Comedy of errors, man. Neither yeah. team could get it going. And then what? Justin Fields, who is my fantasy QB, by the way. What did he bust his throwing <laughs> thumb? Right. Yeah. So that's the end of my fantasy season. And then Bob, our old friend Bob, Jets fan, Hamlet is dead on Twitter, stole Badgett from me. Because now I have zero quarterbacks going this. I know nobody cares about my fantasy team, but I do because we're playing. <laughs> I know Solo's yeah. going to kill me. But uh, I don't know the way my team's been playing. We'll <laughs> see what happens. You never know. Uh, yeah, this was a bad. Vikings are just man. This is just this isn't their season, Ando. I think of all of our teams at this point in time. I think we have to put you at the bottom of the barrel, Ando. The Vikes are. Yeah, they're just not. I mean, the, the thing is, that part of why it's frustrating, they've got skill players that can play. Yeah. But something just isn't no. something that, that that spark they had last year. There's no spark this year. The and the thrill just is not, gone. Yeah, it's it's just not. I don't know what because it's not like not like Cousins is playing bad. He's still like the second leading passer in the league. I mean, he's playing well, but the team just doesn't. I don't know. It, it's I had a. You, you guys can just tell when your team just isn't clicking and something's not working. You can just tell, and that's. I mean, they could, they could still turn it around because they still have – I mean, there's still offensive weapons on this team even yeah. without Jefferson, but something's not vibing right now. I just don't know what it is. They're hard to watch right now. Yep, there is time. You know, we're only going into week seven here. 
But even though it looks like the fucking Lions are just running away with that division, they're ahead by more than, well, a game more than anybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. I know how the Vikings can turn their season around. How's that? Beat the Niners on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. That's, I was going to say, I I fear for what's going to happen on Monday night, unless. Unless the 49ers don't get healthy, it it it, it's, it could be ugly. Like, oh, I wish the Niners like, would have won their last game, and maybe you'd have had a better chance. I'm just, yeah. going to come out angry. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be drive angry like uh, Nicolas Cage. It, yeah, it, it does look like, though, like with the Trent Williams injury, he came back into the game, I believe, and then yep. losing McCaffrey and Samuel. It sounds like they're not going to be long-term injuries, and they're saying that, uh, all three may play Monday. Oh, really? I thought um, Debo was coming back, but they weren't sure about um, McCaffrey. They said McCaffrey's not. They, I mean, they're thinking he he'll play, but you yeah, you never still, yeah he's still he's on, questionable, and it's it's, a, it's an oblique injury too. Yeah. So those and yeah, and so they're honestly, not really. That just sounds bad, I was, doesn't it? Oblique, like that. And, you know, like oh, that's a tough injury. You can't really see through it. It's oblique. If I if I was the 49ers, <laughs> I would playing playing the Vikings on a short week. Why would they not rest those guys? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's personally well, that's a, that's how good well, I felt about a short that win. Week. Well, for, the next long... week is though, isn't it? Or do well, they no, have they a bye after Monday? Monday? Oh, you mean the following week? Yeah, they would have a short week unless they have a bye after after the Monday night game. Yeah, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that I, I'm not positive. I, th- I thought you meant this week. I'm like, Andrew, they actually have an extra day. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the next week, but I don't know. Yeah, so let, let's let's talk about the two teams that actually won on our on our. T- well, we talked about the, uh, the about the Cowboys a lot on Monday, but yeah, we'll just do we... a quick yeah quick Cowboys. We talked a lot about them. Um, it was a much needed win after getting their ass kicked by the Niners the previous week. Uh, Chargers are Cowboys West, but they may actually be worse. They may be coached worse. And I don't know. I mean, you had Bosa and Khalil Mack, one sack between the both of them, not many pressures. Um, but they did sack Dak five times, but I think like two or three of those were like those coverage sacks where he kind of was trying to scramble and couldn't get away and, all that stupid deck stuff. Uh, all in all, I'm not super excited about the win. I'm glad they got the win, but I, um, I, you know, I was actually impressed with the linebacker play with being with Vanderesh being out. Uh, Clark had uh, led the team in tackles, and Marquise Bell was who's like a safety linebacker hybrid, uh, played pretty well. But again, I, I can't get too excited because once again, and you know they'll play. They'll have a bye, play the Rams, then the Eagles. The real next test will be that Eagles game on Sunday night in Philly. And if they can at least give it a game and be close, I'll be I'll be happy. I mean, I'll be upset that they would lose. Uh, but but all in all, I you know, it's a win they had to have McCarthy just this is the way it's gonna be. He's gonna call runs and and slow methodical t- and trying to do the possession thing, uh, I just what sucks is this was the game where he could do that, but against the Niners he was still doing that. Unless he was like, "We're done. I just want to get out of here." Um, <laughs> but you know, but you know, the Cowboys open with a three and out, and I'm like, "Here we go again," because you know, six out of seven were three and outs against the Niners. Uh, and, and then Axel, I mean, I watch 
before we get to your Jets, then you watch the Browns Niners, and the Browns have a really good defense, but like PJ Walker moved the ball better than Dak did against the Niners. It's just this week to week NFL. Yeah. It's true, man. You know, <clears throat> speak you were speaking of Lombardi before, and I don't I remember I was listening to one of the pods or something, and he was talking about it's just crazy. You don't know. This team one week it beats the other team. And then I think about us too, talking on this podcast. And I think to myself, and I look at our scores too of what we pick, you know, where we're we're lucky if we're a bit over five hundred, you know? And uh <laughs> You just can't tell, especially at this time. Maybe in like five or six weeks, we have a much better view, of course, of what's going on. But like, look at the Bills, too. What the fuck's up with that team? You know? It's two games in a row that they haven't been able to score. Yeah, just nuts. I mean, they're barely moving the ball. Yep. Josh Allen. They were playing the best coach in NFL history, guys. Well, that's true. <laughs> You know, it's they were funny. lucky to win that game. That game was boring as fuck, too. And that's the Bills. Oh, the like, Giants totally blew that game. Yeah. yeah. The Giants had yeah. it. Yeah. What's funny yeah, is I didn't even watch the game. I recorded it. And then I was kind of watching it on my phone while me and my wife were watching Clickbait, the show on Netflix. Uh, and I realized it was close. And then I saw, oh, the Bills won good because I picked him in Brett's stupid pool. And then I didn't realize the Giants had gotten to the one and there was the pass interference and then they didn't call it on the last play, which they could have, but they didn't. I didn't realize the Bills were that close to losing until really the next day. Yeah. Well, and the, the Giants had the same thing in the first half. They were on the goal line and didn't score, too. That happened twice in the game. Yeah, they, they, wow. <laughs> he'd called an audible to a running play. Um, Tyrod Taylor did with yeah. uh, six seconds left. They didn't have any timeouts and they were stuffed. So they're trying to scramble to throw another, you know, to, to get another playoff. And they yeah, ran out of time. That was terrible. 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 Well, there's at least three points on the field right there. Yeah. Something's weird there too. The, I ran across this earlier today in that game, the giants are the first team since the super bowl started in that game. They had more rushing yards, more passing yards, fewer picks, Fewer fumbles lost, fewer missed field goals than their opponent, and still lost. The first time, 134 times in, N- in Super Bowl history, NFL history, that's happened. And the Giants are the only team to ever lose when doing that, ever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, that just shows you how great of a coach Dayball is. I know you can't you can't teach that that, that you kind can't of skill. teach that. It's Kelly, you know what? Man. And Lombardi also mentioned how I guess this year he's been showing his emotions a lot on the sidelines and 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 he's like losing it and you're like hmm i wonder what's all going on here and you know i watched a a lot of that game i thought tyrod taylor looked better than daniel jones has looked this year and he was screaming like when 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 brett you were saying that he was screaming at at him a couple different times during the game and i'm like jones was not playing any better than this I kind of agree with you that if Jones is playing in that game, they they would have lost by a couple of touchdowns. I feel like he was he was uh, he was he was playing very well. Yeah, Tyrod, I like Tyrod. He's good. Yeah, I've always liked him too. Um, remember, then, remember with the Chargers, oh he got God, stabbed. By I know by the doctor. Awful. 
That's punctured awful. lung, yeah. Punctured lung, and then Herbert came in and he has to look back. Uh, Damn. Oh. Oh um, Sorry, actually, I interrupted you. No, no, I was just going to say the Chiefs, too, barely beating the Broncos. I mean, they beat them, but it was just kind of like another sleeper game for the Chiefs, even though they covered on that fucking game, and I, I lost that. Um, the Jaguars look good. The Lions look like they are for real. People, it's hard. It's just, it's hard to, it's still, it is hard to believe in the Lions. I have to say, as an outsider, my whole life, they kind of sucked, you know? So when they're playing good like this, I just expect that I'm going to kind of not pay attention. They're going to lose like three or four in a row or something. You know, I'm not quite. The thing with the Lions, you you know, when I was saying a couple minutes ago about how the Vikings just don't have that spark. Yeah. The Lions have that spark. They do. They really do. You're right. And, and the, the thing spark, is with the Lions, baby. they had a great um, win against the Chiefs. And but who else have they played? Like the Seahawks, they lost in OT. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm, I, I like the Lions, and I think they're one of the top teams in the NFC. I just want to, you know, I, the Chiefs game is still a big win, regardless of how good the Chiefs are at the beginning of the year. There, it's Mahomes. It's on the road. They put up the banner, you know, but. I, I want to see them against like the Eagles and the Niners before we crown them. Yeah. But well, I think it's that, more how it's how they're winning these games more so than who they're, who they're beating. Like, okay. Okay. They're, they're looking good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. A 20 yeah. to six over Tampa Bay golf goes for three fifty three two TDs. Um, they totally dominated the Falcons game. I vividly recall. Yeah, every wow. I'm looking at it right now. Every every win besides the Chiefs has been by two touchdowns or more. Yeah, no, that no, no, that's definitely. Yeah. I mean, Goff is playing the best football of his career, um, and I, I think finally Dan Campbell and that team they've changed the culture, and that's the thing. What I think is the difference because when he first came in, he goes, "I'm going to bust kneecaps," and, and they couldn't win a game. But it takes time. I mean, it's like when Jimmy Johnson came to the league. Axel, sorry to go back to the Cowboys in my, my youth. But in 89, the culture just, unfortunately, at the end of the Tom Landry uh, era, it was a lot of veterans who just yeah. had played through their careers. And it was just, there was no excitement. There was no, you know, they got Herschel Walker. And then he was the only good player on that team. And then they had to build and change the culture. And I think finally, what the, what, what the Lions thought by hiring Matt Millen, he would change the culture. Uh, fortunately, he drafted terrible. Uh, but the, and the Lions, even with some key players hurt, they're still winning these games. So, Plus, and you know my philosophy, on the road, I don't care how bad a team is, if you win on the road, I know it's a little different now in the in Vegas lines that home teams are losing a lot more. But I just think the you know you're still on the road because you're not sleeping in your own beds and yeah. you you know you have to travel. Yeah. And I know these guys, it's easy for them, but still, I still put a road win high up there, well, even if and, it's against the Buccaneers. Well, and two of their other road wins are the two of the hardest places to play in the league: Kansas City and at Lambeau. I mean, Lam- yes, the Packers are down, but winning at Lambeau is always big, no matter how good or bad the team is. I'm I'm looking at their schedule coming up. Ravens, Raiders, yes, exactly. Ravens, Raiders, by Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. 
Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> Cowboys shit. and Ravens, and that's about it. They you, should win. You every could be other. looking at the yeah. one seed, d- yeah. the yep. Lions. I'm telling you, easy. Yep, I think that's wow. why people are getting excited. I was saying to myself. Why are people really getting excited, right? Like they have a good record. I understand they're playing, like you said, both sides. But then when I look at the schedule, it's like, okay, this is why people are now prognosticating, right? Because they've got the Eagles schedule from last year is what they've got. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. Um, Well, you know what, though? Good. Because honestly, if, if my team doesn't win and if the Lions can run the table, go to a Super Bowl. Some I'd be, be so crazy, excited, dude. Yeah, I would be. be I would go nuts for Detroit fans. So I know I. a bunch of them. I'd be, so but it would happy. just feel like I'm sick of Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs, Eagles. I just am. You know, yeah. didn't Jared? Well, just, wasn't Jared Goff on the Rams when yes, they made he was. the Super Bowl against yeah. the Patriots? Yeah, yes, okay. he was. So and that got would shut be, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks. He looks good. He does. He looks way better than I thought he. Would. Yeah, you know yeah. what's amazing, Brett. When you have better players and an offensive line to protect yeah, you, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> uh, except if you're Dak Prescott. But aside from that, <laughs> you have, it's amazing. And it just shows you, like, you know, we evaluate quarterbacks, and, and it's a hit or miss thing. But a lot of times these quarterbacks are going to bad teams and never quite get their footing in the NFL if they don't have the right coaching and the mm-hmm. right mental. That's why, like, Joe Burrow, why he succeeded so early, because he had the mental – he, the mental Porsche, he was getting killed and getting killed in the offense. And he still took his team to a Super Bowl, which reminds me, I have to throw this all in your face. Was I the only one who picked the Bengals? You know, you guys were touting Geno Smith and his broken jaw, but I told you the I, Bengals would win. I also picked the Bengals. Okay. So me and Ando told you the Bengals would win. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that was one of the four games that I missed this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, uh, speaking of games that we missed, I didn't get to talk about the Jets yet, baby. Hey. Oh, okay. See, yeah. Axel, it was all on purpose to get you to. We need you to get up for get this. Get me pod. fired up, baby. Well, we let me tell you, you something. We need, we need. We go. I, I'm. I, I'll. I'll. I'll begin. So I'll begin. Now, this was a late game, so I was already kind of chilling. Um, you know, earlier Lachlan, of course, wanted to watch, uh, the Miami Dolphins game, which, uh, which we watched that was a stomping and he lost interest. So I had paid attention to all the other games fun. Now it was time to settle in, watch my jets play the Philadelphia Eagles. And all I can say is yes, Zach Wilson did run backwards one time. And lose 20 yards. He did do that once, which he hadn't done in like three games. I noticed it because it's something that scares me. He got it was sacked. for old time's sake, Axel. Yeah, he was just having fun. The defense it was, a, it was, a, was a retro with Zach. Yes. The defense was amazing. The Williams brothers. I love that uh, Quinnen and Quincy Williams. I love that they're brothers playing one with an interception, one with a fumble recovery. What a great showing by the defense. Oh, man. Without the starting corners, too. That's the other crazy thing. Yes. That was was it. That was it. Bryce Huff. I mean, Bryce Hall. These guys, uh, I mean, they're just coming at it. Johnson. Oh, man. Everybody. They're just, I got a list of names here of Jets defensive players that I'm happy with. 
That was great. Zach Wilson was okay. You know, he did not lose the game when he needed to play. He played. He is getting better. I can't believe I'm saying it. And, you know, you were asked earlier when you were asking about whether Brett would want Ritter to go. At this point in time, I don't think they got to do anything. Let Zach Wilson continue to kind of evolve. You know, he didn't have any touchdowns, but no interceptions. He didn't lose the ball at all. Um, you know, Bryce didn't really bust out, but he got yards when he needed to. Garrett Wilson made fucking like that one catch along the sidelines was fucking bonkers. That was like a 40 yard catch or something. And he made a couple other ones too, where he did that one over the middle. He just jumped up and yanked the ball out of the fucking sky. Um, but it was all about the defense and it's, Hey, look, we're at the bye. The Jets are three and three. Now the division is of course stacked. We know that besides the lowly New England Patriots. Ha ha ha. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> fuck you, Patriots. Um but uh the Bills are a bit up and down. Miami's kicking ass, but they they've been known to known to blow it too, but this is like Solo's division is pretty pretty tight division, you know? Um, but I'm looking forward to the rest of the season now. I'm having fun watching the game. I had so much fun watching that Eagles game. That last interception is like, what the fuck? Hold. It was just so exciting. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um yeah. I, I, you know, that's all I can ask for as a Jets fan. I can't believe that we're three and three. People predicted the Jets would be three and three with Aaron Rodgers, right? But a lot, I mean, you guys probably don't know, but I know because I listen to all the Jets podcasts. Everybody was like, if we can get to th- to to five hundred at the at the buy, oh yeah, then that's yeah, a we good were on that, thing, that you know? preseason oh, pod we did. We talked about that how it was so. That the first five or six weeks was brutal for them. If they could survive it, they would yeah. have a good chance. Well, well, hey, guess what? We got a good chance. I mean, we do have to play the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots again. Uh, oh no, we They've haven't played the Dolphins the twice. We already, yes, that's true. But usually, and and Rodgers only played four plays or five, three plays, wasn't it? So yeah. we still got a chance there. <laughs> and of course, Aaron Rodgers might be back by week thirteen. Is now, uh, yeah. Okay, what let me saying. let me comment so. on that. And let's let's, yeah, the elephant in the room. So, yeah, the <laughs> thing is, you know, he's Rodgers is walking. He looks like, oh my god, he got some new. He said he got some new. He wanted to take the. Tr- the surgery to the next level. Yeah, so the doctor yep. performed something, you know, what, I don't know if he gave him a bionic leg. I think or he took part whatever, of his penis and put it in his Achilles. Put thing. it in the, that's, I, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I think that's a what pe- happened. God bless. A strong penis. Um, so he had extra muscles yeah. in it. But, and then again, this, I think this was Lombardi again. Cause he, Lombardi has said some good stuff this week. But I, you know, I listen to him while I'm taking a nap, and I kind of fade away. So I don't know if I was thinking it, and Lombardi was <laughs> no, Lombardi was saying it. Um, but he's saying how even if I mean Aaron Rodgers is all about the power of now and believing, and 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 he believes, yeah, he he believes he will come back. But even if he's not, Lombardi was saying how 
it's motivational for the team knowing Aaron could come back. Yeah. For them not to give mm-hmm. up on the season. Yep. And he's actually, I guarantee you, like, you know how a lot of veterans, I remember when Drew Bledsoe got benched with the Cowboys and Romo came in. Bledsoe just sat off in the corner and pouted. He didn't help Tony at all. And Favre with Rodgers, turns out Favre wasn't as, you know, we, we that was a little rocky. But it seems like Rodgers honestly is putting in the work to help that quarterback room out. And it, it, he yes. is that leader. Yes. He is right, that leader so of the well. team. He's got carte blanche. And, you know, they all look up to him. And you know what? If he was in Green Bay, he wouldn't be talking about that. He'd be like, screw it. Because of not the fans or the players, but because he had such a gripe with the front office and management of the Packers, he would not be doing this. Yeah, no, there's definitely all the articles about the Jets. Half of them are these beat writers are in the Aaron Rodgers is the still the presence in the locker room. He's on the sideline or he's he's throwing before the game. Right, all this shit. And I think it does make a difference. I honestly feel like Zach Wilson has played better since what was it, three games ago when Aaron Rodgers came back and he was sitting in the booth and he was there before the game and now he's on the sideline with the fucking headset and all the shit. I'm telling you, man, it does make a difference for Zach Wilson because he was very defeated after last season. I mean, he was bent. I mean, he was benched and replaced, right? And they like bet the franchise on a 40 year old or 40 however old Aaron Rodgers is, dude, right, to replace him after being yeah, the well, second. According pick. to him, he played very well. Yeah, well, that was last year though, <laughs> not this year. Right. Actually, one of the one of the quotes was um what there was a quote i just heard it today where a reporter asked zach wilson what do you think about the defense the kind of philadelphia defense was like daring you to pass how does that you how does that make you feel as a quarterback and he his reply was well i mean can you blame them i haven't exactly been lighting it up (laughs) that's a good response (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a risk, and that is also like an Aaron Rodgers response, right? Like it's a lot more humble than what Zach has been in the yes. past, for sure. You got to be yeah, like that. that. Is- so <clears throat> let him go. I mean, hey, there's no. I have never denied that the kid doesn't have athletic ability and talent. He does. It was always his head and his decision making. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that I didn't like. So. I'm all for it, but folks, I'm happy going into the bye. I'm going to chill this weekend, just watch other games. I don't even have to worry about the Jets winning or losing. I'm just going to watch some other games and enjoy it and make my picks tonight, baby. I'm guessing, I'm thinking too, some of that Roger stuff, and I think, I'm, I'm wondering if some of the Green Bay people, like the decision makers are kind of wondering maybe they should have done something sooner. But I'm sure some of that with Rodgers is he's got – all that money coming to him next year that they deferred to him and they yes. gave him this big kind. Con- he's got 60 million next year. That might be motivating him to actually come in there and help where the Packers didn't want to do that. 
So he's like, screw you guys. So I'm, I'm wondering if that is playing a part in this with Rogers too. Well, I just think that every motherfucker in New York does nothing but stroke his ego. And he is a well, guy who loves having his ego stroked. <laughs> Everybody yeah, is telling yeah. him he's God. Kinda he's like the Brett. savior. Yeah, he, exactly like Brett. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Brett. No, that's why he's being quiet right now. Because he knows he's what's up. stroked. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, oh, we only Peep guaranteed show. Brett 48 million, not 58 million yeah. for next yeah. year. This so. is, I mean, come on. We all watched Hard Knocks. It was like Aaron Rodgers took a shit. Oh my God, it <laughs> smells delicious. <laughs> all right. That's enough yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. There, there's absolutely no reason why he won't come back next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's coming back. I, I'm he telling you, he's coming back this year. Yeah. He is playing this year. I guarantee you, it might be the last game. It might be. One I'm going to say it might be eleven plays. This <laughs> no, <time. laughs> he's. Got, it, it might only. I was thinking today. I was like, I bet you he's going to come back, and his other Achilles will break. Right, like after. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. I think wow. it'll be the same Achilles if he does come back yeah. this year. Well, the problem is stretching it. I heard something that Dan Marino said he came back too soon, and then it your Achilles never tightens. So then even like for the rest of his life, he, or he would have to get subsequent operations to kind of retight. I mean, I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, Roger said on, he's Ma- coming on back. McAfee, he said on McAfee that, um, I think stress is okay. It's the stretching, like you yeah. said, is what they were worrying about. So, um, but I, I got something bef- before we get to picks and whatever. This is fascinating. Roger Goodell so- is signed now as co- yeah. NFL commissioner through 2027. You know, he's made over $700 million yep. for being commissioner over 17 mm. years. And look, mm. I don't like insane. the guy, but rightfully so. I do not like him. But whatever he has done, he's grown the NFL to by far the biggest in America and rivaling, you know, like European soccer leagues and shit, the amount of money. Oh, yeah. It's like crazy. He navigated the whole concussion. Yeah, he fucked over Tom Brady. He made Tom Brady throw his phone into the ocean. Well, the Red Commies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Indian Ocean. The Red Commies sold for $6 billion. Yeah, Jerry Jones in 1989 crazy. bought the Cowboys for 190 million, or whatever the, the numbers 180, 190. Just put that in perspective. What yeah, the Cowboys would sell for? Remember, what 10 billion? I, I remember when I bought the Jacksonville Jaguars for 350 dollars and a six pack of <laughs> Tahoe vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a reason why the owners are never going to get rid of him. I mean, he's yeah. And I think I think what, Brett, what you said too, that just get, getting through all that CTE stuff. I thought there was a chance there where the NFL would just completely really start to go downhill because of all that concussion stuff, but they've yeah. they've sailed right through yeah. it. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's they, also they the have game made. Too. Oh, go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. Yeah, obviously the game too. But he's. I love how the NFL is constantly tweaking things. They're trying to be progressive. They do try to be. They do try to make changes to make the players more safe. Um, you could argue that they could be doing more, but. Uh, I mean, as compared to another sport, I love baseball, who, who moves like molasses. I just like the fact that <laughs> NFL is, you know, yep. trying to yeah, definitely stay, stay ahead of it. You know, I agree, man. That's one of the things when I first started getting into the NFL, because before I was a baseball fan, 
and uh, basketball too. But it it was uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys. Ha, huh. been talking too much to Australia. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was the, I, every year you would find out, oh, they tweak this rule, right? Or they tweak that rule. And people would talk about it. And they talk about it on the broadcast. And I like that kind of evolution. That's why I never yeah. really complain too much when you see different things. Even the tush push, they'll do something about that. They'll all, it takes, it can take time. But I, I do think that the NFL does a good job of pushing the game forward. And as far as protecting players, I think they do a pretty decent job of it. You can't help that fact that human beings through science and working out are so much faster and bigger and stronger, right? Like you just, it's just amazing. I mean, I was talking to Lachlan. He was asking me about like, how do players prepare? I think we were watching a little of that Netflix um, quarterback or something else. I was like, yeah, these guys are constantly working out and there's like they have 50 trainers and nutritionists and all that kind of shit. And it's like, you know, back in the day, your cowboys solo. It wasn't too long ago that guys were like smoking cigarettes on the sideline and like drinking beers after the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, not too long. I mean, the 70s, 80s. I, I guess think it's not that long. It's still over 30 years. Yeah, I mean, I think it was in the 90s when things started to change. The 90s or yeah. 2000. Yeah. And that's not that long ago, right? So No, no, no. I, I No, I know. I mean, it's most know. of my life. But yeah, I know what you're saying. It wasn't like we're talking about 1920. <laughs> so it was like half my life. That's true. Well, yeah. That's, it was half that's more, life. Yeah, more yeah. than half my life. Me too. Man. But but yeah, no, no. I know what you're it. saying. It's crazy. But, I know. Um, that's what they were saying. Like... They always talk about, especially NBA players, especially in the 80s, the shoes they were wearing, and they oh, were drinking yeah. beers and smoking cigs at halftime, and, and, and you know, they weren't <laughs> taking care of themselves. You know, like they started to, it seemed in the 90s, people started taking care of themselves better, but now it's like a religion, which, you know, I mean, it was funny. I was watching the USC Notre Dame game, and at the end, the players are going into the locker room for Notre Dame and Joe Montana and his wife are there. And I know Joe's old, but he looks so small and frail compared to this one lineman. Like it was at a foot on him. It seemed it was just like, Oh my God. I mean, even Joe in his prime and he, he wasn't a physical specimen by any means. Um, but you know, and I think uh, two players that really took care of themselves without modern medicine were Jerry Rice and Walter Payton. They honestly just were workout freaks and took care of themselves. They were like modern players now, yeah, the, way, right. the way they yep. trained and stuff. That's what people um, always said about Jerry Rice. He was the most prepared person that they had ever gone against physically. Remember back in the day he took like, I remember there was a 60 minutes thing and they're like, Jerry Rice is taking ballet classes and he's a football player. Tonight on 60 Minutes. Today, people would be like, that's great that he's doing that, right? Like, mm -hmm. people, yeah. that's a that's a normal thing, I think, with why, like that kind of motion um, Yeah, yoga, training. all that yeah. kind of stretching, yeah. That's well, like, like standard. Michael Parsons learned, like, kung fu, and he's doing, like, tai chi or something yes, next year. yeah. Uh, they were talking about how just with hand movements, and, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Offensive linemen learning that, learning uh, martial arts 
I, I, that's, that's, I think that's a prevalent thing too, because that's how mm-hmm. like you use the person's Reaction weight against time. them, you know, yep. that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, but with all this Axel, we still get tons of injuries that's, and your boy, Tony Richardson out for the day. Man, I know, but see, I just think that's the game. Like people are talking about, there's a lot of injuries this season and blah, blah, blah. And I think the NFL does a pretty good job of changing the rules, protecting quarterbacks, protecting wide receivers and and different kind of blocks. Um, You know, remember a couple of weeks ago, we saw a lot of people getting a horse collar. And then I heard that they said, like, don't fucking do that again. And you haven't seen people doing that. So I mean, they're also going to outlaw. I think next year, starting next year, they'll probably outlaw like the the hip slam, or I don't know what you call it when you like kind of tackle, pick up a guy whatever, and, yeah, yeah, and like slam them to the ground. So they're they're, they're tweaking stuff like that, like you know, tr- trying the to teach only, the guys how, how to tackle as safely as possible. Yeah, the only thing I mean, it was a big transition when they were trying, you know, the shots to the head and neck and all that. And then people start taking people's legs out, and but the 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 one I understand because all I can remember is Trent Green sliding, getting killed, and getting knocked out uh, of a game. When a quarterback slides, if you're already in motion to hit him, it's so tough to freaking stop. I mean, I almost believe he needs to be stopped, and then if you hit him, because he'll be sliding, and someone will hit him during the slide. And they're still calling it. And I, it, I mean, that's got to be hard to hold back because you would just want to, I mean, you're on defense and you just want to hit someone and stop them and to have it in your mind to stop. And we've seen was Kenny Pickett in college, Vince Young uh, years ago against Tennessee, where the, you know, they think the play is stopped and it's not. And then they go running. I mean, it's, but it, it has gotten better, but I, I know it's can't be easy to just for everyone to do everything just right after years of playing that way. No, I, I I think they do a pretty good job. Honestly, I just think people are getting so much stronger and faster. The guys that play these games. Yeah. And let's have 70 year old refs calling these faster players. That that makes sense to me. Uh The saggy biceps. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we were talking about that, weren't we? You were talking about that. We were talking no, about I, think that I think some of that stuff you were talking about, about having a hard time to stop, that, and that, that because you've been playing that way your whole life, that stuff, I don't think we've seen some of those changes, but we will soon because the kids now being taught how to play are being taught those techniques now. Yes, yeah, keep your head so, up. Right, that's yep. a great In five point. years or ten years, I think those changes will naturally just occur because – those players that have grown up being trained that way are going to, at least that's what my hope is, is that that's, that's a great point, Andy. That's a great point, but it is still hard. Like I agree with you solo. I've always thought that the rule should be something. It's similar to like a catch and making a football motion, right? Mm -hmm. That if you've, if the defensive player has already begun the motion of tackling when the quarterback is sliding, then there should not be a penalty, right? If the because sometimes I mean that's why the quarterback is doing it, right? Like that's why they're sliding. Right. Because someone's coming right. after them. So then yep. that's basically baiting that person into hitting them. And people they do a good job of not hitting them. I'm mostly surprised. 
But even yeah. a lot of the to the head shit and stuff, I don't know. There's just no way to see intent, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe one day they'll have like a minority report, like uh, like one of those women with the <laughs> shaved heads on the side of the thing going, the he wanted to hit yeah, him. Pre-cog. <laughs> yeah, precog. He wanted to hit him. No, he was trying yeah, not Parsons to. Yeah, Michael wanted to hit him. Right? What like, do you mean? I haven't made the tackle yet. But yet it's supposed to, I mean, the number one thing that you look for at any any defensive player too is aggression, right? So you want them to hit. I do kind of sometimes uh, miss. What's Would that? Ronnie Lott be yeah. as revered? You know, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Is you guys Atwater, some exactly. of those guys that used to just yeah. Chuck I Cecil, do kind of like, miss yeah. it, and I'm not a person who likes to watch. Like when there's injuries, I'm always like, okay, I don't need to see it. But I do sometimes miss those hits, and sometimes when the hit happens. I'm sitting there uh, just this weekend. Aaron and I were watching the games. We were on FaceTime chatting and someone got hit. And I was like, damn, that was a good hit. And Aaron was like, that was a penalty. And I was like, fuck you, penalty, motherfucker. (laughs) But then I looked at it again and I was like, yes, that is a penalty, you know, but it was a great fucking hit, too. I mean, it is a violent sport, you know, so it's it's tough. I'm tough. I'm okay. With the the receiver doesn't have the ball and he he takes a shot, like I understand that. But if he has the ball, I just that's the that's my old school issue, I guess, is because you're yeah. trying to knock the ball out and hit him as hard as you can, and yeah. that's where the blurred line. You mean are. a defenseless Football. receiver? <laughs> yeah, like if if a ball's thrown over his head and then he gets yeah. pounded, I'm totally okay with a penalty, which not wasn't called until what six or seven years ago but if he has the ball if he catches the ball i mean i know a blow to the head that i that i totally understand but it's right. just like it, sometimes there's there were some good hits that were not malicious not the crown of the helmet they were leading with their like shoulder pad or forearm to the body not even the neck and head area yeah. and they were getting flagged because they're defenseless because they're saying the receiver gave right. up his I mean, I Wait. I kind of agree with you. It's a tough okay, position. Okay, are we playing flag football? Is this around yeah. the waist now? If he goes up to get it, he knows he's <laughs> going to get hit. He shouldn't go up to right. Like that's part. But it's but so hard. It's so hard to. Conversely, oh, we're talking about that, and then we also were texting before about how scoring is down. Um, I know Ando. We both listened to the Peacock and Williamson. That was great. That guy Williamson gave a good kind of breakdown about. Yep. Not as many good quarterbacks because a certain age of quarterbacks kind of got wiped out. We don't; they didn't like become that much better, right? Well, and, the uh, there's uh, another stat. I didn't. I just only brought a couple stats this week. The other one that I found that was crazy: twenty five NFL teams this week scored twenty one points or less. That's the most teams in one week to ever score twenty one or less in NFL history. Wow! Damn. Yeah. The other thing my I, fantasy teams. I I remembered <laughs> we talked about this once early last season too, and I went back and I scrolled all the way back through our pages and pages of notes. And last week in week th- last year in week three or week four, I think it was after week three, we talked about why scoring down. Because the first three weeks last year would same thing, and I think last year I think we attributed it to no preseason games and all that stuff. Right. It but now like- it's a pattern. This it's this far into the season that they should have yeah. the rust should be off by this point, I would think. Can I say can I interject that one of the things that they mentioned on 
Peacock and Williamson, but then they just blew past it. And I wanted to kind of sit with it for a bit was that this is in comparison to what was it? 2020, the COVID year when Mm -hmm. scoring was way up, right? And they were talked about how they weren't calling as many penalties. There weren't people in the build. It was just a game. Yeah. They didn't call as many holds and, yeah, they, they didn't call as so, many holds. They they called more things to enhance scoring, basically. That's why I think like things. I I, I kind of think the quarterback thing is maybe the best reason, and also like the kind of the league is changing the val the less value of running backs. A lot of teams are experimenting with new types of offenses, right? So I think it maybe is just a transitional period. And I'm not really, I don't think it's that bad because I think it creates more of a parody. And I happen to like the NFL when there's a whole bunch of teams that are kind of, you don't know how they could play well, that week. That makes it more fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I mean, I like, I, I don't like the high scoring stuff like you might see in the Big 12, that kind of play. I like that a touchdown is difficult to achieve. So, you know, if the average scoring is a little low, I, I'm probably going to be liking games more. I'm just, maybe I'm just more defensive-minded or something, but uh, I don't have a problem with it. The quarterback play can be ugly at times, though. Like like you said, I think that's the biggest reason, and it, and it may be because these quarterbacks don't aren't afforded the time to develop anymore. Like, as soon as you draft them, everybody wants you to throw them in there, and it didn't always used to be like that. So development, lack of development is probably part of the issue too. Well, yeah, and I'm with you guys, and they're right, because not only is quarterback play down, like if you go through the quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks are just not there. And I remember, I don't know if it was on on around the couch or some different pod we were doing, maybe just actually we were just rambling about sports or something but i remember like being like you know aaron Rodgers, tom brady you know all these quarterbacks are going to be gone who are the next elite and you don't have as many but also i think again and shoot me if i'm repeating myself well i'm gonna get shot a couple times then the the spread offense with more passing inside the five versus running the ball and the lack of you know, everything's a short pass or some analytic throw that where, I mean, and plus going for it on fourth down in the red zone and not getting it, Mike McCarthy, um, that, that, that hurts the, the red zone stats, but this, you know, with always then in shotgun on the five yard line fucking makes me crazy. I, I don't mind yeah. it to change it up, but Man, that's, that's what it, I'm saying, it, Solo. I agree with you. There's a lot of yeah, teams no, that I'm are just adding exper- on. To, yeah, yeah, they're experimenting with the way they do things on offense. Some people are being wildly successful, like the Dolphins. Maybe we're seeing that happening with the Jags too. Some people are not being successful, like the New York Gents. Well, yeah, I think I think it's a combination of things. I mean, the quarterback thing too is like some of the. Granted, Kyler Murray is not a huge player, but he's a he's a better quarterback than most guys. He's been out the whole year. Rodgers has been out the whole year. I mean, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is banged up. Uh, Joey Burrow has, was hurt most of the first three or four weeks. I mean, most of the competent or good quarterbacks have been banged up or injured for parts of this, so that's a part of it. 
Because, I mean, some of the teams are still scoring huge points. Miami put 70 up not that long ago. The 49ers have scored in the 40s. The Chiefs have scored a lot of points. So it's, I think it's a combination of that and the, the some of the shitty teams are really bad. I mean, yeah. So it's, I think, they're, I think they're bringing the average down a little bit too. Well, look, when we go through the games, let's, let's do something different this week. Let's announce the two starting quarterbacks and let's see how, how much they'll grab our attention. Let's These do it, baby. Freaking awful games. Yeah. That's a transition if I ever heard one. Hit it, Ando. <laughs> well, let, let, I'll do a quick recap of last week. And every, I'm proud to report everyone is actually above 500 now. Not, not even at 500. We are all above 500. So there, way to go. There's everybody. The kiss of death. Thank you for the jinx, Andy. Yep. We, I got to put it out there because I know it's going to happen to me either way. So. Uh, Brett with another strong showing. Brett, you're either oh, strikeout or home run every time. Last week three and ten. This week eleven and four. I was right behind <laughs> you at ten and five. Solo nine and six. Axel fell out of first place on the overall lead with a six and nine finish. So Ooh. we have a new leader with yeah. Solo with fifty three wins. Yeah. Axel fifty one. And Brett and I at 48, where we closed the gap, we're only five games back now. So, Brett, we're wow. just chipping away. That's right. You know, Ando, you could just eliminate that push line. You know, you don't really need to keep it. There's not going to be it. Oh, there could be another one. That's, that's, okay. yeah, that's, I'm going to keep one. it just in case. Or just give us wins sake. for the push. Just to, we all get wins. No, nah, well, you know, shit's a push. Come on, Solo. Don't steal a win. <laughs> hey, let's, it's the Broadway show. Keep it. We should keep it just for the math, for my sake. Yes, I can totally make sure that the number that's, of games adds up correctly. Yeah, exactly. That's part. That's part of why I left it on there. So, uh-huh. like, because that's an easy way to double check. Because you just add the stuff together to total yeah. to make sure the game. Yeah, I, that that was kind of why I left it in there, Brett. You and I are in the same well, way. Right there. Wait a minute. Wait to total the game. If you add, oh, because everyone yes, would get wins and everyone would have. Gotcha. There'd be okay. one less game, and then Brett would complain about it. Yeah, yeah. No, Brett, Brett would, like, Brett would fix my mistakes. I, I, want, I don't want to make. I wanted to make it easy for Brett to fix my mistakes because he's very good at doing it, <laughs> and I, I want him to continue. <laughs> I was really bad this week, but you know what? I'm going to do better this week, baby. That's right. I'm going to take that 69 and turn it upside down. That didn't sound right to a 66 kid show. No, <laughs> it would still be a well, 69, wouldn't it? I don't know. 96. Maybe we should no, get to the picks. The first thing is. There is six teams on bye this week, a yeah, big bye week. So yeah. uh, Bengals, yep. Jets, Titans, Cowboys, Panthers, and Texans are all sitting this week out. So it's only 13 games. So yeah. so the best team in the NFL, the Jets, are off, and so is the worst team, the Panthers. It kind of evens things out. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's and a, the yeah, most overrated team, the Cowboys. Yep. They're yeah, we're, we're at a very Perfect. delicate equilibrium right now, Axel, because of that. So oh, can I say that I think people have been listening to around the couch because I heard so many people say like the Cowboys and the Chargers, they're like the same team. And I was like, you know what? We said that on around the couch and everyone stole it from us. So <laughs> fuck agrees. They yeah, steal. We it's OK. Hell, I steal stuff from Lombardi and yeah, that's Sal and Bill all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think we all do. That's the but I but I because I mean. Yeah, that's where I get you know half my knowledge from. <laughs> I steal from a hustler. Oh, no wonder. Hey, you know what? I do want to give a shout out since we are talking about some pods we listen to or whatnot. I want to give a shout out to the Athletic has a podcast that they call. I sent it to you guys 
I don't want, I don't, oh, I got to go back and see what the hell they call it. The GM something, I'll, I'll, I'll find it, but it's with that guy, Mike Sando, that Williamson talks about on Peacock and Williamson a lot. And it's like a kind like a GM kind of show. They, there's another guy on it who was a GM and, um, hmm. it's a really good show. And I have actually been very much enjoying it because some of the athletic stuff I don't like, I think Robert Mays is there. He was wasn't he? Isn't he? He was on the ring. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not really. He was on the Grantland, I think, or whatever. Yeah, he you was Grantland for sure. He's okay, but he's sometimes just his voice is a little grating to me. I'm sometimes particular about that. But um, oh, I am too. Yeah, but it's a really good show. And so if you if you is it called the Athletic Football Show? The Athletic Football Show, which has several different podcasts on the feed. Oh, I okay. see. That's it's the called, main feed. Yeah, it's just called Football GM, and it's with uh, oh, I see Mike Sando and Randy Mueller. And, oh, no, I see where it is. It's the Lost Podcasting Network. Oh, yeah, it's there it is. Ryan put it up. <laughs> um, uh, but um, LPN. Uh, but it's really a good show oh, because yeah. they talk. They just talk, and they talk intelligently, and they're not like, this guy sucks. See, that's the thing that... I don't like when I hear on a podcast when a lot of people are like this guy sucks, that guy sucks, and I'm like Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't even listen to that. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm gone because I'm like, you know what? All these guys are great. They don't. None. Nobody sucks. They're just not playing that good. Except sometimes when I say Zach Wilson sucks, then I'm, then I'm right. Otherwise, let me. I'm talking. I want to comment about Stephen A. Real quick. Oh, you do because he hates the Cowboys. Oh, I didn't mean to divert. I haven't mentioned him in a while. So Here we it's go. too bad because he's fun and he's knowledgeable, but his reasoning for certain things are, are idiotic. And so it, I, I might've mentioned this before, but I found out that he has a major text chain with cowboy fans, AK who are like Jamie Fox and like Mike or and Omar Epps or whatever. So, you know, he does the cowboy shtick for, because of that. He, he's yeah. doing it for them. But like, I hated when the Niners, when he was predicting goes, well, even if the Cowboys win, you know, what's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, can you just give analysis if the Cowboys were to have beaten the Niners, which of course they didn't, but like, can you at least give them credit and not justify not giving into a Cowboys win and saying, well, they're going to lose. It's like, okay, you can do that with 31 other teams. You know, so it's like we're a week to week league and we everyone's like down on certain teams after one loss, then up. But like, it's just like, well, you know, they're not going to win it. Well, you know, you took the odds, which I've mentioned before, but it just it irritates me because he's knowledgeable and, and he's so consumed with dissing cowboy fans that it takes away from any any type of real analysis. And it's well, too bad because I do other... like him in a way, but I hate him when he talks about the cop. Yeah, there was some other story that I saw a couple of days ago that came out that said he he said part of the reason he screws with the Cowboys too is because some ex girlfriend of his was a huge Cowboys fan and he she oh, pissed him go. off. Oh my god! Come on, <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. That ridiculous. Was that if on the tabloids true. or was that NBC Sports? That's not true. I, is this the Real no, House I, Husbands of ESPN oh, or some I shit? I can't remember. I think it, no, I think it was in the St. Paul Chronicle, Ando. I wanted to say oh, like shit, awful announcing or something. They're usually pretty good. Mm, yeah. I think that's well, where it, I saw it, but either way. It would, make, 
sense why he hates the cut because he talks about how I mean he disses Dak Prescott a lot and I'm surprised Dak Prescott hasn't punched him in the face but um it, it, I mean he does it because he knows people or hates people who are Cowboys fans that's what it comes down to and yeah, you know Jamie Fox now, gives him shit yeah it's just yeah. it's for his his personal thing and that that's what bugs me the most but anyway, yep. but ESPN in general doesn't like the Cowboys. <laughs> they never have, especially when Chris Berman was leading the way. He couldn't stand the Cowboys. He's a Jets fan. Trey Wingo and all that. Isn't he a Bills fan or he's a Jets fan? Berman? He's a Jets fan. Chris oh. Berman. Oh. Ah. Because he would pick the Bills would and Niners the Bills. every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He would uh, maybe that's what he Yeah, either way, when, when, you see, when you see things like that or the Jamie Foxx thing, it's like, are you – just there to entertain or are you actually giving analysis? I mean, I mean, anyone who says even and yada, 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 meaning you don't have to analyze what actually happened in the game at all. I can't listen to you anymore. Wait a second. Mm -hmm. Now it says he's a Buffalo bills fan. I was wrong. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, no, he was. You think of Gandolfini. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. I know that, but wait a second. Whoops. To be honest, I think it would have been a better recap show if Gandolfini had been doing it over Chris Berman. Oh, that's a whole different okay. discussion. <laughs> Chris Berman, but he was uh he was a, a a former New York Jets season ticket holder and he did follow the Jets, though he claimed to be a Buffalo Bills fan. So there's some uh, discrepancy there, huh. which I don't mm. know. That guy's so fucking annoying. Seriously. Are people still back, 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 back. whatever the fuck I can't take that guy. He drives me up uh, a I'm, fucking wall. No it was fun time. 30 years ago. It was fun well, 30 yeah. years ago. Bumbling, bumbling, yeah, Jesus. Eric yeah. sleeping with the enemy. We get it. Oh, All right, let's no, do the picks. I, I, and, I'm bringing uh, that crap back. We don't need the really Andre that. Bad Moon Rising. Oh, that was yeah. a good oh, come one. Come on, man. that's great. That was, was a, a good Falcon. one. That was a good that one. one wasn't bad. Um, okay. I love uh, <laughs> there's oh, some no. good ones, though. All right, let's get going. Okay. Order this week. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> Brett, you're first. Solo Ooh. next. Me third. Axel, you're after me. Oh damn! That means I'm last. I don't think you went last, and I went third. I don't think at all. So I thought we had to switch it up a little bit, trying to spread it out so everybody gets different spots. So tomorrow night, Brett, we've got um, Trevor Lawrence, who may or may not play is going to play at Derek Carr's New Orleans Saints. And he practiced today, so he supposedly is going to be playing. Saints are favored by one. Well, my analysis on this game is that the Jacksonville Jaguars have played two games in London. They have not had a bye yet. They had to come back to the States and play at home on Sunday. But then they got another short week on the road. This schedule's too wonky. They're due for a letdown. I'm going against the Jags here. I'm going for the home team, minus one. Brett, I am actually, you just took the words out of my mouth. I, I got to believe jet lag, jet lag, and then to be in Jacksonville for a week. <laughs> you know, yeah. That'll, and then New Orleans on a short week. I know they're close in proximity. But I, I and then they talk know, to I, Peter for an hour in Australia. I mean, yeah, and then so you get all screwed up. <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> but uh, wow, Brad really like hammering home the Australian. Uh, yes, it's a uh, diss. anyway. Pod. But uh, yeah, we'll get you BTK. And um, now I okay. What, what were we talking? Oh, Jags and Saints. Um, Trevor, he he's 
trending towards playing, but I'm sure he'll be fine. I just, even on this, I don't think the Saints are good, but I just think this could be a Kamara night, and I think I'm going to pick the Saints. They're going to go marching in. Well, I'm, uh, I think the Jags are finally hitting their stride. I'm taking the Jags. I just don't. I've taken the Saints a couple times, and they burn me every time. I just don't trust that team. I, I like the Jags. I think they're 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 starting to get their shit together. So I'm taking the Jags. This is a tough one because if um, if uh, Lawrence doesn't play, his backup is C.J. Bethard. Remember, I was like, wasn't he? Didn't he play for the Niners? Yes, he did. He did play for yes, the he Niners. Did. He was the grandson or something of. Bobby Beathard, the really? longtime GM of the of the uh, Chargers and the then Redskins. Okay, um, didn't yeah. know that. Has a very interesting yeah, he, haircut too, though. Kind of a bit of a comb over, more of a wave over. Um, nice beard though, a redheaded chap. So he is part of the ginger lot. I should uh, speak well of him, but I won't. I think that if he starts, I'm going to pick the Saints. And if Lawrence does, I'm going to pick the Jags because I agree with Andy, but I think Lawrence is a what's pu- propelling them. So this is a real tough one. Uh, we don't know. Um, gosh. Hey, you know what? We have all week. Oh, no, we don't. I'm going to just, okay. you know what? <laughs> I hate to do it, but I'm just going to go with the Saints. Because they're at home, First, and they they've been nice. playing pretty good. So, though I though I'm not a big fan of um, Derek Carr. Okay, next up, Heath. We've got uh, Sam Howell, who I think is actually 100 percent healthy, going to play at the maybe playing Daniel Jones, and the but commies are favored Tyrod, by yeah. two and a half. Well, my uh, pick of the commies this week against the Falcons, though I hated to do it, I was right. And Brett was right, even though he didn't want to be right. I mean, I may be right. I may be crazy. But I'm going with the commies minus the two and a half. I have no faith. I know the Giants kept the Bills game close, but this this team's awful. I mean, the commanders aren't as good, but hey, the Giants are terrible. Give me the commies. Well, the uh, the Giants have now gone three games in a row without an offensive touchdown. They haven't <laughs> scored an offensive touchdown in the opening half of any game this season. I'm taking the commies. The commies. Uh, well, Solo, I just may be the lunatic you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm going. You guys with both, you. both bring Billy Joel lines, and neither one of you sings. That's I, a first. I continued his. I see. I, I jumped over. Yeah, but there was no I singing. Forget. You guys were like rapping. That's true. It. Well, you so know, so, Ando. Sometimes we got to change it up. Yeah. Okay. You know, fair man, enough. Fair enough. You can't. That's another one we're talking. They're just Billy Joel, man. You know, people make fun of him. What an amazing songwriter. Billy Joel's the fucking man. Screw anybody who doesn't love Billy Joel. Hey, I mean, we didn't start the fire, so make your pick. <sighs> It's true. I do go to extreme, so hurry up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm picking the commies because only the good die young. <laughs> Come on, Brett. Give us some Billy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is a tough one. The, 
Washington has looked pretty terrible for two straight games. I know they beat the Falcons, but they're 192 total yards. I don't know. The, the Giants, they definitely looked better, and the Bills should be better than Washington. So I'm going Giants plus two and a half. Getting back into my underdog routine. Oh, man. Brett is... V- You're just a piano man. What are you talking about? He's brave. I mean, seriously. He's brave. <laughs> Well, two two games and two Rivas Islands already, and I like this. Um, wow. Next up, we've got uh, Josh Allen is a little banged up, but he's expected to play, and he's going to play maybe Mac Jones. I don't think he's hurt, but he might be benched. Bills are favored by nine at New England, and I am going first, and God, I hate this nine points. Man, but the Pats are so, so damn bad. I I think the Bills are going to be out for blood just because it's the Pats. I'm going to take the Bills to cover. Well, divisional game. Um, Pats are really bad. It's that nine points. The way the Bills are playing. Gosh, this is a tough one. You know what? Fuck it. I, I'm going to have to go with. Let's see. The Bills were down. Then they were up, then they were down, then they were up, then they were up, but they're not really that up. So I think that they need to go. Which way am I going? Down or up? I forgot. What is um, the song? How can you there when you know I'm down? How can you there when you know I'm down? The Beatles. Um, yes, the Beatles. I think I'm going to go with this is really tough. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going with Ando. Bills. It is Josh Alien Kellum. The power of Kellum comes through. By the power of compel Kellum, I compel you. <laughs> the power of Kellum compels you. This could be a GRG for the Bills. Oh, GRG! Ooh, right, yes, baby. we have bringing it back. <laughs> But you know what? They're going to have to show me something before I pick them to cover a spread this big. Show me, show me, show me how you do that pick. Sorry. (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, Brett. Oh, Brett went with the Pats. Oh, and I talked over him. Wow. What a freaking awful person. I I heard you. I heard you, Brett. You're okay. Okay. Thank you, Andy. (laughs) All right, mate. This is London Heath here. I'm about to make oh, a new pick for Garrett. Oh, the Bills and the Patriots. Screw those Patriots, mate. They left London, England, and formed their own colonies. What the hell is that, mate? Shit. <laughs> I think you need a shot of Tahoe vodka solo. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. All right. Uh, God, here, London Heath. You can go to bed. Um, yeah, I think it's a GRG. <laughs> the Patriots are awful. You may yeah. see Malik Cunningham in the second half here. Ooh. Uh, Mac is bad. He is awful. And I've never seen a quarterback go from being a good rookie court without injury. Cause like Robert Griffin, the third got hurt and was never the same, but Mac Jones, I mean, I know he's hurt a little bit last year, but man, he's gotten worse, worse and worse. He's exposed, and he doesn't have the players around him. Uh, at, 
Give me the Bills. They they should crush the Patriots, thirty to three. Oh man, we've well we've got three games and three Revis Island picks, and Axel and Heath are identical so far. So this is quite the week to start. Yeah. So Axel, this is the maybe the only matchup where it has two healthy quarterbacks. Jared Goff at Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are favored by three. This is kind of the game of the, let's see what the, the later games. Chargers Chiefs should be good. Uh, Besides the Sunday night game, I think this is the game of the week. Yeah, this is kind of the game of the week. And I'm, uh, you know what? I'm interested in watching this because this is two teams that I have not watched a lot so far this year. Um, Ah, gosh, it is a tough one, but I feel like the Lions are roaring. I feel like this is a game that they we looked before at the teams that they've beaten so far. Um, they got to beat this team, and they're rolling. I say Lamar, ODB can't help you now. I mean, ODJ. What's his name? <laughs> is OBJ. Even, OBJ. Is he even playing? Yeah. He's like on injured OD-G. reserve, right? ODB might be better than Odell Beckham <laughs> right now anyway. I know. So. I think he would be. Um, yeah, he'd like it raw. But I'm going with the Lions. <laughs> the uh, the Ravens were not particularly impressive in their victory over the no. Titans in London last week. A little disappointing. I expected more out of them. Um, oh, I'm really liking Brett's the Lions. I'm just going to ride the Lions. Give me Lions plus three. Another underdog. Nice. This is interesting. You know, this is your typical Vegas trying to make the book where they get both sides. Um, because, you know, you would think the Lions, you know, getting three. They're, they're not favored. They're getting three. Wow. I thought I would have guessed they were favored by one. Have one of those. Uh, the the only time I've bet I've picked against the Lions, they lost to Seattle. I've picked them every other week, um, and I'm picking them again. I not high on the Ravens. Uh, the only way I think the Lions lose if Goff all of a sudden decides to have that three pick game like Ritter and Hertz did, and Dak did the week before, where he just gets confused. But I I don't know. I think the Lions are going to be ready. They did go on the road at Tampa Bay and have to now go to back to Baltimore. But with, you know, chartered flights, that's not too bad. But Baltimore coming from London, maybe a little hangover. Who knows? Mm. Let's go Lions. I'm not on any Tahoe vodka this week. <laughs> I mean, tonight. What is Tahoe? You, yeah, yes. you kept on saying, Solo, I'm drinking another Tahoe vodka. What is oh, that? Is, is that like a is that is that like a uh, is it like a soft drink? Is it like a spritzer or something? Or what? No, is it? no, no. Lake. It's Lake Tahoe. Okay, Not Tahoe. Yeah, it's a brand of vodka. Okay, it's a vodka called Lake Tahoe Blue Vodka. Lake Tahoe. It should just call made it the Blue from- Bomber Vodka. Blue yeah, vodka. Blue there it is. Lake Tahoe. Made, <gasps> made from the waters oh. of Lake Tahoe, and my so, wife goes. Those waters aren't too clean. So. <laughs> Wait, but when so you were actually, saying, when, oh, go when ahead. we're done recording this, you need to send an email to Lake Tahoe Vodka and with these clips and say you need to start sponsoring around the couch. I am on their website right now, and I am <laughs> going to tell them that they need to. 
And by the tell way, one though, of their hosts drinks Lake Tahoe vodka every podcast. I it will does. tell them. But you kept that. <laughs> but when you bottle. were saying solo, I'm going to have another one. Another what though? What are you doing? Shot. With a shot. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Shot. I didn't know, buddy. I don't drink um, liquor really. Oh, I think it's so I don't. But if you did, you would drink. Lake oh, I would drink Lake Tahoe vodka, but I'm usually drink beer. I drink Lake Tahoe beer. Alaskan amber. If they made it. Um, Alaskan right. amber is good. What's going on? Okay, I, I think I still got to do my pick here. Yeah, the, I've seen both these teams play a lot, and the Lions, easy. This is an easy pick for me, Lions. Nice. Next Which up, Brett, the Ravens. <laughs> we got another uh, showdown of quarterbacks. Desmond Ritter. Your your guy is going to play Baker Mayfield, maybe, who also showed up on the injury report today. Mm. So Bucks are favored by two and a half. Well, real quick, I failed to mention earlier, I want to give a shout out to Colias Campbell, who recorded his 100th sack of his career uh, in that game. So that's quite a milestone. Nice. I think only like seven Come to you, guys baby. hit that milestone eight. Something like that. Um, Kyle um, Trask is the backup to Baker Mayfield. There you go. Yeah, I don't really care who their quarterback is. Uh, give me the home team minus two and a half here. <gasps> They're going to win. Oh, Brett, you break my heart every week. You break my heart. I got to. Brett, why well, do you break my heart? Who am I going to pick? I, I. It's tough because. Again, I enjoy watching the Falcons. I, I don't know what it is. I, I just the team excites me. They just let me down a lot. You like a little Bijan mustard on your sandwich, don't you, Solo? You know, every once in a while, or <laughs> maybe just on Sunday. I don't know. Mm. Coincidence? Rye bread? I think not. Yeah, baby. A little rye, yeah. A little, a little rye. Beef. I haven't had rye in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm past my weed eating window. Don't don't get me hungry. I might go um, to McDonald's again tonight. I won't be podcasting again oh, for no. three weeks. <laughs> don't do it, Axel. I'm not gonna. Don't gotta do try it. the Whopper uh, next time. Oh Lord Jesus, no! I did have an Impossible Whopper today. Oh Lord, actually. oh no! Oh, oh really? How'd is that, that like for not you? meat? That's great. It never Impossible Whopper never messes me up. Really. What is it though? Yeah. Is that not? Is that like vegan? Yeah, that's the vegetarian one. That's a ve- oh, yeah, okay. I've been I've been eating vegetarian hamburgers for twenty years and real ones. You, really? Man. Wow. But yeah, no, I love I lo- I yeah. Anyway, I live in L.A. There's a lot of options out here. That's oh, why I, I go to Burger King. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, Seven uh, <laughs> Eleven hot dogs. Seven Eleven veggie hot dogs. Uh, so Burger King now also needs to sponsor the pod. Come on, BK. We got. I know. Have BK, it your way. Have it your you way. know, I've told you, you guys before that my great uncle invented that slogan. By the way, just so everyone knows. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, you did. I know you've told me that uh, on, on some various podcasts. You told Ando yeah. secretly. He You've also never told did me um, mm, like mm, mm, soup is good food. The Campbell's one. Oh, and um. There was another famous one that he did. Well, I know the guy's best friends with my cousin, uh, the Yokiero Taco Bell. Oh, I love it. That was all him. That was oh, all him and that, his uh, advertising that. company. I love that. Yeah. That oh. was Yokiero Taco Bell. 
<laughs> bring it back for the Super Bowl. Bring man. it all back. Let's see, it. see if they listen. See if Taco Bell listens to us. All right. Yes, but but before I make my pick, just saying go to DVRpodcast.com. Yeah, baby. Do go it. to patreon.com slash DVR. Do if you it. want to become a patron for a couple bucks a month, you can hear nonsense like this before anyone else. Okay, I'm going bucks minus the number. Oh damn, damn solo. Breaking my heart. So <laughs> I would have picked I've... the Falcons if you picked them. I've taken the Falcons a lot this year, but I'm looking and last week, Tampa, I think Atlanta's only shot as if they run the hell out of the ball. And last week, Tampa only gave up 22 carries for 40 yards to Detroit, who has a good running attack. Mm. I'm going to take the Bucks. Yeah, Montgomery got hurt and they yeah. didn't have Gibson. Yep. It was just Reynolds running the ball. So that probably had a lot to do with it, too. Well, I mean, Montgomery still had six carries, but I mean, well, then he got then hurt. He got but, hurt. Yeah, yeah, he would have had 25. And Tampa does have a good defense. They're... No, they do, Ando. They really do. They yep. still have Levante, David, and the crew. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, Axel's not going to let me down. Let's go. <laughs> well, people, <clears throat> it's about that time when I pick the same thing as Solo again. <laughs> solo. Bucks. Damn. No, I do think I think I think the Bucks are are playing. I, I think they lost last week, but uh I, I think that they have uh the talent to take it to Mr. Ritter is not looking that great. Um uh, kind of fucking up there. And, Regal Beagle uh, won't serve him yeah, anymore. The Bucks actually. do have a good defense. And I love like I said, best actor in the NFL, Baker Mayfield. Oscar time, baby. Let's do it. It's two games in a row that sweeps yeah well the good news is brett usually when we all four pick the same one we don't have the great <laughs> greatest suck. record so that's yeah. true yeah true. very good point you know i'm watching japanese baseball right now while we record <laughs> you're not betting on it are you no because it comes later okay. no i there's roki sazaki young oh, pitcher of course. Uh, he's gonna be hopefully in the major <laughs> soon but i'm watching the the SoftBank Hawks versus the Latte Marines. Oh. So the playoffs. So just well, I'd rather watch know. that than the Browns and the Colts, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Solo, that's our next that's our next game when you get to go first. And we've got maybe Watson, maybe not, nobody really knows. <laughs> against who's starting for the Colts at quarterback? I don't even know. Gardner Minshew. Minshew. Oh, Minshew. Minshew is that's right. yeah, for the rest of the season. Richardson's yep. out for the rest of the season. So announced Browns, again by their owner. Why does that guy fucking talk so much, Ursay? Shut the fuck up. He, he likes he's drunk. Well, that too. I don't want to hear from the owner that, oh, we don't think he's coming he back. He drinks this year. Lake Tahoe vodka. God, you know that. That's like <laughs> he Jerry probably Jones owns shit. it. <laughs> he might. Uh, see, the Browns are favored by three solo. So what do you, who are you thinking here? Wait a second. Hold on. If he does own it, I want to say I apologize for everything I said. And Lake Tahoe Vodka <laughs> should advertise with us. And I drink vodka all, right. all the time. All right. So uh, that number has gone up because I think it was two and a half. Yes, it was. It just when I, I checked it about a half hour before we started, it, I think it was two and a half yesterday. So that to me tells the maybe Watson is it. But now, did you guys Watson was supposed to do a press conference today? 
Did you hear anything? No, but I'm glad you're bringing this up, Solo, because something is up. Something yeah, and Bill Simmons up. had mentioned it. He thinks something's going on. And yeah. I don't know if no, I, I th- more yeah. women are coming out or if he's going to. No, I think it it's having to do today, with it. for sure. I think it's having what? to do. Go. I'm sorry, Andy. What did you say? Oh, I was just going to say he did not practice today. I know that much. Okay. I think that it has something to do with his injury and he doesn't trust the team doctors. And it's one of those things that's happening. You know, where he's going to his doctor, the team saying, you should be playing now. You should be practicing. He's saying, no, my guy is saying, no, I'm not ready. From what I understand, I think, I believe that is what's happening. Okay. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson said Wednesday that he can't put a timeline on a return from a rotator cuff injury. So you see, man, I'm telling you, that's I think that's what's going on. That they're having a dis- this happened on the Jets. I can't remember. It was an offensive lineman who he who wouldn't come back and play. Oh, yeah, who the hell was that? And then he ended up like suing the team or something. And I can't remember. Hmm. Was was it? No, I can't. no, it wasn't doable. Do, 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 doable. No, was it? Okay, I'm not going to look it up. The, anyway, I don't, I don't even know who the hell that is. Um, this what's his name is going to start again, right? What PJ Walker? PJ right? Walker. Yeah. Yep. JJ. Dynamite. Um, okay. I'm going a little outside the box here in my pick. I think everyone's going to have the Browns because they beat the Niners. I think the Browns, even though the Browns defense has been great, I think the emotion of that game, I think they're going to put up a dud. And I'm taking the Colts and Gardner Minshew in an upset. Ooh, I like this with the pick, point. Solo. I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, you know, after all of these games, the Cowboys doing it, the Dolphins doing it, the 49ers doing it, everybody gets the big win and there's the letdown. I am also taking the Colts here. I think Ooh, there's a letdown for the Browns. Good pick, yep. guys. Good pick. Good pick. Because I'm taking the Browns, baby. <laughs> that defense is ferocious. The Colts suck. The Browns could have me at quarterback, and they'd probably still win this game. And I don't know why this line is only three. You know what? I kind of like Axel's analysis more than my own. I'm taking the Browns. But I do think that this Deshaun Watson thing, this guy is a head case. Obviously, he's had ish. Look, even if you say all the – and I'm not even going to say any of that stuff with the women. Judge whatever you think. I personally, it sounds to me like he did that. You get so many women coming forward. But regardless, just going through that, not playing for so long, coming back, he seems to have problems in the locker room. I don't know. This doesn't, this, this could be a problem for the Browns because they look like they were playing, like he was starting to play better too. So these owners, uh, these owners, guys. They're so smart in whatever businesses they became billionaires. They bought teams, except you know for a few where it's from the you know ground up from the family. But and they give this these contracts in all sports. That's another do they not thing to do contract. their fucking yeah. research? Do they not? I mean, Cleveland's so desperate for a quarterback, they would sell their soul. I mean, Russell Wilson to trade for him. I mean, did they not do their do? If you're going to give someone over 200 million, have a little better 
of a process at evaluating, it, it just it, it makes me sick. I mean, I don't know if it makes me sick. If it was a cowboy, if he was a cowboy, it'd make me sick as I can't even speak. But I need some Lake Tahoe vodka. Well, it, then it, he could come it, back it, it and they could win me. 10 games in a row or something. But it seems uh, fishy. It ain't right happening now. with Watson. It it's, ain't happening. It's just, it's a bad thing when he's, and he's saying, I'm not coming. That's the thing, too, right? Like, we all know that. When there's an injury, if the report comes from anyone but like the head coach or the coordinator, then something's up. Right, like it, it, if you're giving a little updates here and there, but he shouldn't be. This is I don't know. Doesn't sound good to me, which is too bad because the Browns seem to have a really great defense. Yeah, and they're going to be in cap hell starting next year because of that yeah, contract. So if they make the playoffs this year for their sake. Um, yeah, I just don't like the Colts. Um, <laughs> so give me the Brownies minus three. There's my analysis. All right. Well, next up, we have got the the quarterback matchup of the week. Tyson Badgent versus Brian Hoyer. (laughs) For for those of people that don't know who those two teams are, that's the Raiders are going to Chicago to play the Bears. The Raiders are favored by three. And I already told you what I felt about that Vikings-Bears game that I watched. I've seen the Bears way too many times this year. They are terrible. And the Raiders at least still have some pieces. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams. Jingle Homer Schmidt. His name is my my name, too. Hey! Whenever we go out, the people always shout, Josh Jacobs, Jingle Homer Schmidt. La, 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 la. So so with Josh Jacobs running (laughs) wild. Jingle Homer Schmidt. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Brian Hoyer at least has played quarterback a little bit. He's not great, but they're going to win. They're going to win this game at least by three Raider. I take the Raiders. All right. Well, I believe last week I flipped an imaginary coin to pick the Texans over the saints. And I was correct. And this week I'm flipping another imaginary coin because this is the doo-doo game of the day. And I am going to flip the coin, and it comes up Raiders. That's all I have to say about this doo-doo game, <clears throat> which I will not watch one second of, probably. But maybe I will. Stop getting stroked and make your pick. I will say about the Raiders <laughs> that uh, that's the that was one of my favorite backdoor covers in a long time. The way they attacked <laughs> Mike Jones, they got a safety with like a minute left. Mm-hmm. To cover the spread by one. That was sad. Beautiful. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, all that said, I'm going to go with the Bears in this one. All I just right, have Brett. a bunch. And uh, I'm also getting rid of Chicago in my pick two pool this week. So I'm hoping they <laughs> win for selfish reasons. So give me the Bears. Yeah, I'm holding off on Chicago now because <laughs> I'm waiting to the end with hoping they play up. A- a shitty team. I don't know. I, or a team that's already clinched. It's like resting. Yeah. Or something. I, who something. knows? Yeah. I, because I picked, I've picked the bears, I think two or three times this year and lost all. No, I, I picked it. Did I pick them against the commies? No, I don't think I did. I don't remember. Anyway, I, I, I gotta go the Raiders. Even if Aiden O'Connell's starting, if Brian Hoyer doesn't start, I know Brian Hoyer came in off the bench because they wanted to bring the veteran in with less snaps versus a rookie with getting no snaps in. So I don't know if they're preparing O'Connell this week, 
or if they are giving the nod to Hoyer. Either way, I'm taking the Raiders. Whoa. Next up, Axel. Yeah, that's me. Tyler Murray practiced today, but he's still on the IR. So it's Joshua Dobbs marching up to your neck of the woods and going to Seattle to face off against your man, Gino. Seahawks are favored by seven and a half. Mm. Yeah, well, the Seahawks failed to take down the resurgent Bengals last week, and I picked the Seahawks just like this week. I'm picking the Seahawks again. I believe in you, Gino. I love you, Gino. Is the words of right, Fernando? <laughs> Man, I saw I Brett know. at the Rio Grande. Yeah, I think the cards kind of hung tough with the Rams until like built, at least for the first three quarters or so. I don't know what the hell. Give me Arizona to cover. Damn. Or rather, rather the points. Yeah, another underdog for me. I just can't make up my mind. It's one week. It's another week. I'm probably going to go <laughs> I know. for an 11 Brett, this week. you're not alone. <laughs> we may answer quickly, but we don't know shite. That's <laughs> exactly right. That That's might be the, the truest truth. thing anyone said all night, Solo. Solo speaks but the I'm, truth of the ages. <laughs> it's because of Lake Tahoe Vodka. The nectar of um, the solo. Nectar of the solo and the soul. Um, you can see the Northern Lights. It's kind of weird. Uh, anyway, um, that was like a Dennis Miller joke, I think. Uh, GRG for the Hawks. Yeah, baby. I think they finally use home field advantage to their advantage. My boy Jake Bobo is going to score his first NFL touchdown. Jake Bobo. I think uh, Bobo. Kenneth Walker will show that PJ and JJ are just backup walkers. And uh, <laughs> I think it's a Gino game for the ages. Gino. I'll take the Hawks. Gino. Yeah, I've I like the Seahawks here too. I think they're they had a tough game last week, but Good I job. think they're gonna. I think the get right game is definitely happening. I'm I like the Seahawks here too at home. Ooh, all right, perfect teaser option. The Hawks six points get it down to one and a half. But I thought last week getting the Niners and Eagles both at one and a half was a. a an easy win. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Wasn't. Is this Next a doo-doo up, game? Brett. What's that? So Axel? Uh, is this a doo-doo game coming up or is it a good game? Uh, eh, maybe it could be decent. I think it Most might be of fun. this week is doo-doo. We got this is the apple picking weekend that Bill and Sal used to true. say. True. <laughs> <I'm surprised laughs> uh, yeah. It really is. <laughs> it it's is. true. So, Brett, we've got uh, Mr. Kenneth Pickett is going to play Mr. Matthew Stafford. The Rams are favored by three, and it's the Rams are hosting. I'm going to keep rolling with the Rams. I think they're probably a better team. I worry that Tomlin may just, you know, outcoach, you know, McVay. He can do that. but, But I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won, but give me the Rams. So you're rolling with the homies, which is the Rams. Kenny Pickett is playing like Tim Tebow his first year in Denver, as I said before. He does nothing and gets that late touchdown. 
Uh, uh, Karrion Williams, I believe, is out for the Rams. Yes, the Rams he is back. out. Um, but Cooper's back, and he got Puka, and Tutu is kind of gone bye bye. Uh, a little bit. He's not getting the targets as he once was because Cooper's back. But, um, you know, again, Steelers are another team that have burned me. And I'm picking against them. I'm going with Brett. I'm going with the hometown Rams. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I think Aaron Donald is going to run. He's going to get like three sacks this game. That Pittsburgh offensive line is not good. Yeah, I think I think this spread is too low. Kenny Pickett, bad. Matt Stafford, healthy, good. Rams, Ooh, cover. That's a haiku. We're all in it together, folks. Rams it is. They're playing good. They're a good team, you know? Steelers are poo-poo. Next up, Solo, a team of another team with, I think, two healthy quarterbacks. Oh, no, Her- Herbert's banged up a little bit, I think. Herbert is going to going to KC to try and take on Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are favored by five and a half. Mm. Okay. Chargers lost to the Cowboys. That's not good. But they played okay. They weren't great. But Chiefs Chiefs Chargers is always close. Mm. It's a divisional game. Mm-hmm. It's you know the Chiefs kind of been covering lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm assuming where, where's this game? Is it Arrowhead or Arrowhead? Here? Okay, so you're gonna. Wait, it's see Arrowhead probably... Field at something stadium, isn't it? Probably. Oh, is they change it? Yeah, Do they it, change yeah. it. It's called Arrowhead Field at um, Gaia Stadium or some shit. Oh. Next year, it's going to be Arrowhead Field at Taylor Swift Stadium. So, oh, oh, Gaia Field year. at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Oh, or okay. G-E-H-A, whatever that means. Okay. It stands for. Interesting. Okay. Other way well, regardless, it's Arrowhead. You know, I, I just, I'm going to go the Chiefs this week. I think they're going to cover. I just don't think, I think the Chargers are going to go in a free fall. I don't think Herbert's completely healthy. Uh, but I, I just, I know it's usually a close game. I just, I can't pick the Chargers anymore because I picked them against the Cowboys and they let me down. So give me the the chefs. Yeah, I can't pick the Chargers either. The power of Taylor Swift is going to propel the Chiefs to at least a touchdown win. Chiefs win and cover. <sighs> the power of Swift compels you. The power of Swift compels you. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Swift I had to throw in a Swifty reference just for you, Axel, since I knew you were picking after me. Oh Lord. Um I couldn't name one Taylor Swift song. I know there's one about Jake. Shake Gyllenhaal, it, shake it off. Like... I know that's the only song of hers that I've ever heard. Shake it off. You've probably heard more than that. You just but yeah, that's my wife is too big of a fan, so I know way too many of them. But yeah. You know what? I'm just an old man, and I don't begrudge anyone who loves Taylor Swift. Old man, take a look at my what life. What do I know? I'm a lot like you. You know, I won't give what her too I hard know? of a time, because when she was, she had two concerts in Minneapolis. She sold out the Viking Stadium two nights in a row, and 
tons of my friends that are girls that I've known forever went to the thing, and every one of them that's, that's my age saying. went with their daughters and dressed up and made a like a daughter mom thing, and it was actually kind of cool seeing all those pictures. So I'm Taylor Swift's not my thing at all, but exactly. I'm a lot easier hey. on her than you are. I hate the media and coverage, not, but no, I just play. I just playing around. What do people yeah, like? Things? I know. What the fuck do I know? I don't, I don't listen. She to seems to be a good person and a good role well, model. Yeah. So that's hard to come by. Yeah. It's like God a dragon. Uh, just like so, she's like a she's like a female solo. She's she's a good she's person. Khaleesi. She's Khaleesi. Female <laughs> may may not think before he speaks, but he means well. <laughs> um, Chargers at Chiefs. The Chargers are two and three. Um, I'm people are questioning uh, Bobby A. Bear Jr. Um. I don't know. I think they kind of have maybe some bad coaching over there in Charger. Oh, land. they have the worst, kind of? the worst coaching in the league. Um, yeah, kind of, Axel. I think it's the worst coaching in the league. Well, they make Mike McCarthy look like uh, freaking Newt Rockney. So they're going to still have those same coaches. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, pick they the got Chiefs. Held the great they are going to have the same coaches this week. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to pick the yeah. Chiefs <laughs> because of that. <laughs> that might be around the couch classic <laughs> analysis. Yep. <laughs> Very well done, sir. That that made me happy. We're agreeing way too much this week there, Solo. I'm well, not going to get you know, I have a really oh. good feeling about my picks this week, so we may have to okay. lay some money down. Yeah. Guess who's back? I have two things to say. Solo's back. First of all, I would, I would like to change my Cardinals pick to the oh. Seahawks, please. I oh. I was smoking. Whoa. Oh, he's using his change. Okay. Brett's yes. off the crack. Good to hear it, Brett, on the way. He had a shot of winning. I think that's the first time when anybody's used a switch pick this year. No, Solo switched one. Like, did, he, okay, he, last he week, did I like switch and switch seconds. back and switch? Oh, oh, oh that's, right, yeah, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. I forget what that. game. It was the Texans. I think I went back to the Texans. I think I yep. used a switch but didn't really switch. Right. <laughs> uh. I also want to say that Justin Herbert is in the running for biggest or most overrated quarterback in the <gasps> NFL. Give oh. me the Chiefs minus five. Whoa. Wow. Brett, Whoa. Is com- Brett is coming on strong. Overrated. Very, very harsh. I will say this. I like him. I like him. And I wish he was the Cowboys. I wish the Cowboys would trade Dak yeah, in a first would, for yeah. Herbie. I would kill to fourth. have Herbert being the quarterback in Minnesota too. Me too. However, yeah. however, Fantasy wise, he's overrated. Because I, I had him when I've yeah. had, I mean, he doesn't put up those gaudy numbers. No, he's not gaudy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He, it, he's uh, not overrated in my fantasy. Oh, damn. Whoa, whoa. It's a whole other whoa. podcast we don't have time for. <laughs> Kid Show. It's fucking Lake Tahoe. Time. I agree with you, Andy. Kid Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, another battle of oh. with quarterbacks. Jordan Love. Is going to the Mile High City to take on Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, and all of his bathrooms. Russell Williams. This is another Russell Williams. This is Russell Wilson is there a comedy jam. Yeah, <laughs> this is seriously the doo doo trifecta: Packers at yeah. Broncos, <laughs> um, Raiders at Bears, Commies oh. at Giants. The doo doo trifecta. Oh my god! That's why I am watching Clickbait Two. On Sunday, I kind of well, want the this... Packers to be better than they are, but they're not that great. Don't ever say that again, Axel. I'm sorry. 
I kind of liked Jordan Love. I was watching him play a couple, you know, what they had last week off, right? I, well, we know you're a big Utah State fan, and you fell in love with him there. I do love the <laughs> I do love the Utes. <laughs> That was good. Okay. Packers are favored by one. And I I hate to do this again, but the Broncos are so damn terrible. I'm taking the Packers again. Packers. Mm, yep. Is my pick. I'm going with Ando. I'm in the Packers corner. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the doo doo trifecta, this is another game I'm picking in my pick two to get the Broncos the hell off of my board. So give me. For selfish reasons, the Broncos to win this game. Brett, oh, you're singing my tune or singing my song or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I picked the Broncos two in our pool. I think this might be the only game they can win. Uh, That's why unless, I did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget if they're playing the Panthers, but I, I don't know. I, I'm doing no, it this week. Not. Okay, so yeah, I'm going with the Broncos plus one. Uh, fuck, I, I, you know, I, I think I've overrated the Steelers and Packers are the two teams I overrated. I picked them both to be finished second in their divisions. And well, Packers still could finish second because that crappy division. But, True. um, but yeah, no, I'm going, I'm going the Broncos. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Well, that's right. It sounded like that's you've done some that. research on the Broncos schedule. You answered awfully quickly when you when you <laughs> solo asked about the uh, Panthers if they played them. Well, yeah. yeah, it's the same with the Bears too. Just kind of looking ahead, like they this is their most winnable game, probably. That's not. Well, just, that's, I don't think they're going to win, but I don't think <laughs> they may. That's just why when, run when the a table. few weeks ago, when the Broncos and the Bears played each other, and you brought up the fact that somebody somebody had put in, they picked both teams. That's yes. why I did that because I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll happily take a one loss here because I yeah. I don't want to have to take them later. So that's very savvy. That's I mean it might backfire, but you know what? The worst I'm going to do is fifty fifty. So I can t- I'll I'll take the loss. Well, like you said, if I go one and one this week, I'll be very happy. Yeah, it's the, some of those are the hard ones. I I haven't taken the Vikings yet, and I'm dreading it because I don't want to. I don't know if the Vikings oh, yeah. win. I don't think so either. I think. Some people took them week one. <laughs> I'm sure they thought did. Well, that's was the... gonna be terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Axel, <laughs> you get the uh, game of the week to start off, and it's uh, two more healthy quarterbacks. Tua going to play Jalen Hurts Sunday Night Football. Eagles Ooh. favored by two and a half at home. Um, I noticed the way you did not even try to pronounce Tua's last name. You were like Tua with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't either. Taga 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 Viola. Taga Viola. Taga Viola. Yep. That's a fucking Viola. cool last name. Um, wow. Well, the Eagles lost to the Jets, and I watched that game. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I love the Jets, and the Eagles are now the worst team in the NFL because they've been <laughs> defeated by the New York. No, listen. This is going to be a great game. Um, <clears throat> will the Dolphins offense be able to explode? Will the Eagles pick it up a notch? Will Hertz pick it up a notch? Three interceptions Next, against the, the Jets. Next on uh, Lachlan being allowed to stay up late to watch this game. Yeah. Maybe we should do a podcast. Maybe do another live that, podcast with Lachlan. Maybe I'll whip the oh, phone Oh, that'd out. be awesome. Oh, I would yes. love to do that. Um, that he'll probably would be, be like, It'll probably be him being like, can I play Roblox at halftime? 
Um, that would maybe have to be a video, uh, a YouTube podcast. Oh, of, no. We need to see that on video. Oh, no. I don't want AI stealing my likeness. Oh, fair um, enough. Dolphins <laughs> at Eagles, Sunday night football, Eagles minus two and a half. You know what, motherfuckers? I'm going to say AFC East in the house. Dolphins, baby. They're going to light it up. Do you know how many yards Tyreek the Manhill has right now, people? Are you familiar with the 835 yards receiving that he has after six games? What the fuck? He's ridiculous, man. If you remember, though, he did that last year, too. He was on pa- he was on pace to break the record for like the first seven or eight weeks and then yeah. tailed off. Uh-oh. He did pull a hammy in this game and did pull it, come back. Yeah, I'm worried about that hammy. Uh-oh. Solo's worried, but I say, fuck it. Down with the Eagles! Well, I would love for AI to steal my likeness, because I, I want to see oh. Brett's everywhere. <laughs> you already are AI, Brett. <laughs> oh, shit. It's happened already while we speak. <laughs> Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Full of, full of, full of. <laughs> Brettual, Brettual, Brettual. Brettual, Brettual, Brettual. <laughs> well, I think Philadelphia has been a little overrated all year long, so I'm definitely taking the Dolphins here. Nice. Good one, Brett. It's Philadelphia freedom. I think that the Dolphins defense will not be able to stop the Eagles in the city of brotherly love. But I'm rooting for Lachlan, and I hope the Dolphins kill the freaking Eagles. It would be magical. But... I'm doing some reverse psychology oh. here. <laughs> I'm going with the Eagles just because, again, they got beat. And everyone's like, oh, they're done. And I hope they're done. But I'm afraid they're not done. And uh, I just think You're hedging it's going to be a heart. tough one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one for the Dolphins. I mean, they, they spotted Carolina 14 points. It's still one by covered. It was incredible. Oh, I checked the money, the live bet, and it was minus three and a half, and I should have took it. I sh- I was thinking about taking it. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, <laughs> you dumbass. It, I turned my head. It's 14-14. Um, I think they scored 35 unanswered, or actually, the, whatever the final score was, was unanswered. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm going the Eagles, I, but I hope I'm wrong. And I'm, I'm taking it. I'll be so happy to take this loss. Well, Brett, I have to disagree with you a little bit. I don't think the Eagles have been a little overrated. I think they've been a lot overrated. I'm taking the Dolphins Ooh. here. Oh, damn. Ando in the house. Coming out strong. I hope I'm Boxing wrong. I hope out. you guys are right. Because that means the Cowboys we tied for first, I think, or at least two and two. Two losses. Anyway. Well, Brett, why don't you tell me about this Monday night game and how bad is, are, is Kirk Cousins going to get whooped by Brock Purdy on Monday Night Football. In Minneapolis, the 49ers are favored by seven. This has actually increased a little bit. It was six and a half, I think, when it opened. Well, according to the pattern, I think the Vikings will probably hang in there, but I think they're still going to lose by more than seven, so give me the the Niners. Yeah, I think it could be another GRG. We haven't used it like all year now. (laughs) We've used it like 22 times. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I just the Vikings 
Yeah, I'm sorry, Endo. They just, I'm almost mad that they lost. I mean, they beat the Bears because <laughs> get that, get one of those quarterbacks. But um, anyway, it, it is what it is. You got to play to win the games no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. Even though fans may not like it. Um, yeah, I think the Niners, GRG, Purdy had his first regular season loss to Cleveland. Yeah. Ain't that incredible? And and the thing is about that game, guys, and Lombardi brought this up as well last week. Jim Jim Schwartz, Jim Schwartz, uh, the coach used to be a Lions coach, and that he's like eight was eight and one against Kyle Shanahan run offenses in his career. <laughs> and, and and you're just like, okay, whatever. But no, it's it's amazing how certain coaches <laughs> just coach well against certain <clears throat> peeps. Anyway, like yep. Alvaca. <laughs> Give me the Niners. That's true. Yeah, the 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 Vikes yeah. are trending down. This this spread is too low. 49ers easy. Well, guys, when I'm sitting back on Monday night drinking my Lake Tahoe blue vodka, I'm going to be enjoying this game tremendously. <laughs> No, I think he's Billy D. Williams doing Colt 45. <laughs> no, no, I'm just really high, and it's the end of the podcast. Uh, or my portion, and I have to pee very badly. Listen, folks, <laughs> that game last week, there's so many penalties. Everything that could oh. go wrong for the Niners went wrong. Debo went out. McCaffrey. I was going to say which game. There was a ton of games that had way too yeah, many penalties. That's but true. That's a different that story. That's true. 20, 20 but, um, you know, the Browns just – just their defense was ferocious. They stayed in the game. But that was just a – Brock Purdy, you know, did not have a great game. And still, they could have won the game because they missed a field goal at the end, right? So mm-hmm. – Yeah, they, they got him in line to win. Exactly. Yeah. So – I think that the 49ers are going to cover by far the seven points here. It's Monday night. They're not. That was just kind of a fluky, bad game. and But maybe a good thing to kind of knock them back a little bit, get them together, right? And like you said, Solo, maybe there's some coaching stuff, behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't see on the field. Um, uh, well, we do see it on the field, but it's not so <laughs> rel- not so present to us. But yeah, 49ers are still, I think, the best team in the NFL. Um, but yeah, McCaffrey is—he is a it just show. He Behind really is a beast. What's that? Behind the Jets. Behind the Jets. Well, yeah, of course. I thought you said. I thought you said behind the. Couch. I'm sorry. I I I really feel bad. You're right, Brett. The Jets are the best team in the NFL, and the 49ers <laughs> are a close second. Um, there you go. So thank you, Brett, for reminding me. I don't want to go against my own team. All right, that is our picks for this week. We agreed on a lot of stuff. Maybe two. It's starting to worry me now. I want to go change a couple picks. Man, we agreed on. Wait, how many did we agree on? Who's better at math? Andy, you probably already know how many it is. No, I, I don't. Lions, One, Bucks, two, three, four. Seahawks, Rams, Chiefs, and 49ers. 49ers, that's six. Six out of 13. On almost half the games, we agreed, all of us. That's, and I just, and because we usually suck when we all pick the same, that's why I picked the Eagles. Ah, uh, I like that solo. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. I did it for the team. Oh, I'm I sacrificing 
a well, game. We're all the starting. Things. There is five Rebus Islands though too. It's Boom or Bust. Oh man! Wow! Ooh. What a uh, so that's what wow. a week. And only two. There's only two that are split decisions. So wow! Wow! Oh wow! Holy Someone's gonna be shit. Wow! That, there could be big, some movement. This is big yeah. time. Or fucking. There stuff. may not be many movement. Well, oh, that's yes, true. That's true. Something is gonna a move snuff. though, and that is the PP out my wee hole. <laughs> what? Brett's talking about a snuff film. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> what? Hey, are we moving it over to the uh, the love seat? Are you guys talking some college football or what? It's gonna, yeah, it'll probably be a quick one. Okay, but we definitely we have to keep the love seat going. All right, do your love seat. I gotta go pee pee. All right, he lives on love seat. Everybody hanging on the love seat. There's Brett getting stroked by others. And Ando on the tractor with his mother. He lives on love. It just gets worse and worse every time, every verse. <laughs> uh, and that's a non-Lake Tahoe yes. vodka. So welcome back, guys, to the love seat where we talk college, <laughs> baseball sometimes, and CFL. Uh, real quick, I just want to say two weeks to the CFL playoffs. Uh, Bombers win this week against... Brett's Elks will clinch them the West division and the bye. Toronto's already got the East locked up. And yeah, that's probably going to happen. So looking forward to watching those games on CFL Plus because I don't think CBS Sports is going to pick up the postseason, which ticks me off. But it's okay. I'll figure out a way. Uh, Let's use some of those tricks you used in that hot check kitchen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I could do that real easy. Um, hot check kitchen. <laughs> sounds like a really bad band. <laughs> hot check kitchen. Yeah, um, but it's our really bad band. So, so bef- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we, uh, and I'm the lead singer. Oh boy. <laughs> um, before we get to Georgia, which will be the hot topic because we had a bad injury. Um, we didn't get a chance to comment. It was a Friday night game, but the freaking Colorado Buffaloes up 20 to nine to nothing at the half end up losing in double OT 36 to 33 to Stanford. I couldn't freaking believe it. Did and you guys watch Stanford any of like this game? one and four or one and five? What, They're were they not were... good. Yeah. Stanford's not good. I mean, yeah, I watched defense... most of the second half. It was, oh. it was, it was bad. Yeah, Stanford's not good, and Colorado did, had no interest in trying to run, shorten the game by running the ball. Um, also, I, I just feel like this team is all excitement and no discipline. Like right. They can get really jacked up and beat, TC, beat down TCU and Nebraska. But when they got a big lead or if they think they're a big favorite, it's like, you know, they're not disciplined enough to show up or keep playing hard all game long. So Dion's got his hands full dealing with that. The swag without backing it up in a second, you know, it just, it really is. It's like they want to be the Canes of the eighties, but they don't, they don't have the, dis, at least the on the field discipline to, to, to finish games. Yeah. And because someone had wrote a couple of weeks ago, will Colorado even make a bowl? I'm like, oh, they're going to get six wins. Well, not so fast, my friend. 
<laughs> yeah, because the, the Pac-12 is not – I mean, their next two games, number 25 UCLA, number 12 Oregon State, they could they could be below 500 after those two games pretty easy. Yeah. What are they, three and three now? Uh, four and three. Four and four and three. Well, but they they also still have Arizona, Washington State, and at Utah, number fourteen in the country. So that's not they don't have a super Ooh. easy schedule coming up. No, nah, they need they need to one of these big. They need to get. I mean, even if they do, they make a bowl game. What are they, you know? Yeah, right. I'd love to see Miami Colorado bowl game. That'd be fun. <laughs> They're going to be, be underdogs fun. in all of those games, except maybe Arizona. Yeah. So they're going to have to pull an upset somewhere to make a bowl. Yeah, they're what they're yeah. actually only one and three in the Pac-10 right now. So, mm. yeah, that's yeah. a lot of hype and not. Yeah, it's it's, it's not not as much of a shortcut to winning in the college as some people were trying to make us believe earlier in the season. Yeah, it's you know because we don't see any preseason or anything, and we kind of going off. A lot of people still go off last year, even though like. Like I know TCU, TCU, but they're missing all their top guys from the from that run of last year. That well, you know. and, and TCU was four and three at this point. They lost to West Virginia and Iowa State. Both are not right. exactly powerhouse teams. So mm. TCU yeah. maybe was a little bit too highly ranked off of last year's success. Yes, for sure. Rutgers had a nice comeback from behind win. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, that was who, this week, who did right? they beat? Ooh, Michigan State. Oh, they were down yeah. by like a couple of scores, and I was That's so right. excited because the, it saved one of my parlays. And then someone else screwed me, so it didn't matter. <laughs> but I did hit one. I hit. I took Florida State to cover, Ohio State to cover. The UNC to cover. I, w- I might have mentioned this on the live pod. Um, Penn State. I-, I forget what else it was, but it hit. But then I lost it all on NFL. So, all right. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. You I know, know, quietly, Rutgers is 5-2 and two on the yeah. season. And they have Indiana yeah. this week, which they could easily win that game. Granted, then they run the Ohio State, Iowa, Penn State gauntlet. So, yeah. Oh, Michigan. They're, the was the other one. They're down eighteen in the fourth quarter and came back and won. Nice. Yeah, it was a big. Oh, that was even more than I remember. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, like twenty-three scored. to six or something. Or well, they were twenty-four to six. Yeah, twenty-four to six. six. Yeah, three. Yeah. twenty-one nothing fourth quarter. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. You know, now that you say that, so I guess I remember that other fantasy football chant that the. Uh, chat that we're in with all the Rutgers people. There was a whole bunch of Rutgers yelling and screaming. I guess that was, that's must have been what that was about, huh? That was, that's what that yeah. was about. <laughs> yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, yeah, I million, think a lot of our fantasy guys are... That's, are I never in a million years thought I'd end up in a fantasy football league with a whole bunch of Rutgers graduates, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. Now, Brett, do you play fantasy? I do not play fantasy. Oh, you got to get Brett out of, you got to get him out of fantasy just for, anyway, that's for another day. We'll get you in the off season to come in. <laughs> yes. We'll hold some, somebody ransom from the Falcons. <laughs> we'll we'll kidnap Bijan. Yeah. Actually, me and Ando trying to kidnap Bijan, that wouldn't work out too well. 
I don't like our chances even yeah, two no. on one. Yeah, no. no. It's, it would end Cause poorly. Because I, I, I would think it's like, you know, 1993 and I would go for a tackle and he would just give me like eight concussions. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Syracuse once again got blown out uh, by FSU. Um, my Canes were a no-show against the Carolina Tar Heels. But I'm, root, I'm rooting for North Carolina because I like Drake May. The Heels are I good. Like the They're a good, really yeah. good team. Hey, do you know, um, was it Quez Walker, the receiver for North Carolina? Yeah, he um, just got reinstated, I think. Now, what was the whole deal with that? Because they were making a big deal, but I didn't really hear exactly. I can't remember what what he tried. That there was some kind of waiver he requested that was like a normal waiver that would the NCAA would say, "Yeah, you can play," and the NCAA kept denying it. I don't remember what the specifics were. Do you, Brett? No, I don't. It was it was something pretty bad. Where like even the even the coaches for North Carolina were going crazy about it in public, the kind of thing that they wouldn't normally. Okay, because. Because the fans were going nuts when he had his first game a couple weeks ago. It yep. was like, they were just like, woohoo. I get, actually, it might have been against Syracuse was his first game um, <clears throat> two weeks ago. So I think he was played at Kent State, I'm going to say, or am I thinking of someone yes, else? Yes, anyway. Kent State. You're okay. right, Kent State. Okay. So anyway, I was just, again, okay, I'm just, it, it has something to do with uh, he tried to transfer, he wanted to transfer twice, and one school he didn't really play at because of an in, an injury and they wanted to they wanted to say you can't transfer again twice without sitting out oh, a year. Oh, okay. It was one of those kind of things, but it was mainly oh. a health related thing. It wasn't like some legal mm. issue or something like that. So, remember the uh it was both Mike Williams from USC and Maurice Claret and they wanted to come out early and then they had a wait about year. That. Yeah. Yeah, and that I mean that I mean Again, I I'm a, I was wrong, but I thought Mike Williams was awesome at USC, and then he came to he was the awesome Lions. at USC. Yeah, he was he was great, but then he came kind of out of shape. I think that year really hurt him, and then mm-hmm. he had that one like good like three quarters of a year with Seattle, where he was catching touchdowns all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Claret, of course, he just he had a lot of off the field problems. And he was awesome in college too. I saw him destroy the Gophers many occasions, but. Well, not many because he didn't play that long, but he was he destroyed awesome. Destroyed my college, canes, yeah, national was, championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good player, sad <laughs> story. Yeah, speaking of destroyed, Georgia didn't cover. I'm glad I didn't take them, but our, our boy Brock Brock Bowers got hurt. What's the status? What are your sources telling you, Brett? It was a high ankle sprain. It was uh, he got the tightrope surgery. It's supposed to expedite recovery. Fingers crossed. Uh, usually it's four to six weeks. Uh, put the timeline in perspective, the SEC championship game is in seven weeks. So um, the hope is that he would be back by the end of November. Um, mm-hmm. But the the hardest part of the schedule is November. Uh, so George is playing Florida is always a tough game, even though they're down this year. Then they got Missouri, that's currently ranked. They got Ole Miss, that's probably their toughest game on left. And they got to go on the road to Tennessee before mm. uh, finishing up at uh, Georgia Tech, which is like 
you know, a rivalry game. Uh, Tech is better this year than they have been the last few years. Um, not that, not that they won't be huge underdogs, but I think, uh, I think they got the offense really to get through that gauntlet, even without Brock Bowers. I'm more worried about their defense right now. Um, not the same defense they've had over the past couple of years, which mm-hmm. is to be expected when like literally every player gets drafted <laughs> by the Eagles in uh, the first round. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, definitely some holes in the defense. They gave up 200 yards passing to Vanderbilt's quarterback, who uh, I don't eat uh, seals. Um, so that, that it made me ropes, nervous. What can you do? You know. <laughs> it, it made me nervous uh, that just kind of thinking ahead that what happens when they play a team that has a, a really a, you know, a star quarterback and that, that they have the potential of slicing us up. Now, I think we have the offense to maybe keep up in a shootout type game, but it's not, it's just not the same Georgia team as, as the past couple of years as far as having a stout defense. Right. Well, it's gravy. Yeah. You got the back to backs, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, if you can, exactly. if you can make yeah. the top four, yeah, like you, I think you had mentioned that last week, where you know it's a good problem. That, you know, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, okay, we'd love to win another. Of course, you want your team to win every year, but at least you got the two, and it's not like you lost the last two, and you really want that. Like Clemson losing Alabama, and then they finally got one. So, but you know, Correct. you know, you never know. And plus, with Bowers. Especially the layoff after the SEC championships was probably about like three weeks, two to three weeks before whenever the semifinal would be. So, um, yeah, now would he play? Four weeks. Would he play? You think, or, or say, hey, I'm going to the NFL? I don't think he's thinking about the NFL right now. I, I think that's just the mindset, uh, the way he's wired. He's he's a football player. He wants to play. I think that's why he got the surgery. I think right, he, could have, right. he could have probably mm-hmm. sat out and just let it heal on its own, you know, uh, which would have taken longer. But um, that I, I assume he wants to play. Uh, his body has to respond. So Brock wants to play. I assume it. Whoa! But, yeah, he's a he's a fucking football player. He His name's Brock play. Bowers. He's not, a, he's not a he's not a businessman. He's a football player. There you go. So, uh, Your parents yeah, don't yeah, name I, you Brock Bowers I, to sit on the sideline. <laughs> okay, Wolfman Jack. What was that impression? Um, Brock. Yeah, he would be the perfect Lions football player. <laughs> Dan Campbell type of guy. Uh, but Lions won't be able to draft unless they get someone's first round pick. He could shine so, my shoes. <laughs> Jesus. I think Axel had box, some, I think Axel had some Tahoe weed tonight. <laughs> I think he What are the odds that Axel saw that Rutgers uh, 21 point comeback in the fourth quarter? No, Axel didn't see that. He was building a Lego and watching Shaws of Sunset. Oh god. How can you not be watching your 5 and 2 Rutgers team? Greatest comeback in Rutgers history. I'll tell you what the greatest comeback in Rutgers history was, is I met this girl one night. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> oh, true boy. story. Tahoe weed, everyone. True story. It's, it's a true story. Yeah. 
True story. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that muscles up. Do we, as far as baseball, the Phillies have won the first two against the Diamondbacks. I don't think anyone was shocked. Texas won the first two, but then Houston won it in Texas for game three. So, they, so, um, Oh, you know, know what? I should mention super, super quick. The Gophers are off this last weekend, but they've got a big uh, another rivalry game this weekend against Iowa oh, for right. a Floyd of Rosedale, which is a traveling trophy. It's a pig. It's the 117th oh. time the Gophers have played Iowa. It's the 89th time they've played for this trophy. It's kind of crazy. It's going to be whoever gets to three points first will probably win. Minnesota is 111th <laughs> in scoring in the nation. And Iowa is 115th in scoring. So wow. it's going to be a low-scoring battle, but it's always a really fun game because it's Iowa-Minnesota, big, big, big rivalry here. So you know, otherwise, no no other Gophers things to add. I just wanted to mention that. I'm moving to Minnesota. Nice. This seals the deal, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm Are you closer to University of Iowa or University of Minnesota? First, oh, for me, uh, yeah, I'm clo- it would still be closer to the U of M. I'm, okay. I'm yeah, about a two-hour two hour drive there. It's about a four-hour drive to Iowa City. Yeah, because okay. the three of us, we know how who's closer and who's... <laughs> <laughs> well, Are you actually, talking about being like a, a couple miles from the state line or whatever it is? Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I am like six miles from the state line, but uh, the Hawk, I'm actually closer to Iowa State campus than I am to Iowa, University of Iowa campus, but oh, U of M is still the closest D1 school to be, so... Mm. Brock Purdy, Iowa State. Yep. Purdy. Purdy. Got a purdy mouth, Axel. Yeah, one of my Thank one actually so one well. of my neighbors that went to Iowa State knows him a little bit. It's kind of weird. So oh, I'll that's right. Try and get him on the podcast, I think, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know Brett. <laughs> I do too. You know Brett? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Brett from D V R Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> creator of Brett's stupid freaking pool. Evil. <laughs> With the S. I was 2-0 yeah. last week, I think, again. So I'm... I'm so did I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm climbing, and I I'm used most of my... Three of my punts already. I'm 50% yeah. right now. I'm making a comeback. It, yeah, Axel, I yeah. thought you were like 12-1 and one or something, and I saw you were 6-6. Six and six. No. I was like, did you that start was off... two years ago I won. I, I, I The whole season, I was... Kicking ass. This season, I'm going to have to make a comeback. Don't call it a comeback, LL Cool J style. Mama said, knock you out. You've been here for years? Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, Andy's doing well. He's nine and three. Nice. Solo's seven and two, and I am eight and two. Mm. And I'm. I just want to stay in striking distance at the top. That's my goal for right now. I'm sure it gets crazy near the end, doesn't it? We got to get Brett to play fantasy. So we can even out the uh, the punishment. <laughs> the funny thing is, Axel, when you were on your little break, uh, Heath and I had that very same conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, we got to do it next year. All right, Brett, you're in. Anybody got <laughs> anything else before we get out of here? No, that's it. I don't think so. I think we've I think we've covered it all again. Oh, so next week, <laughs> I'm going away, but I could do Tuesday if you guys can do Tuesday. I can do whenever oh, it's up to Yeah. If that works out for get, everyone. I was thinking we might have to get Renata to fill in for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That'd She'd be, be awesome. like, what, Zeke's not on the Cowboys? 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, My wife was joking tonight that if I wanted to take a nap, she could fill in for me on the podcast. I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, that'd be fine. <laughs> she might do better in the picks. Might do better in the picks. Hey, I'm going to open the floor. You'd be talking 90 Day Fiance all pod. <laughs> oh, Lord. Probably all right, everybody. It's been a great pod. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for everyone for downloading. Head over to DVRpodcast.com. Enjoy your weekend of NFL football. There's no uh, early London game. There's no international game this week for the first time in three or so weeks. So I think they start again next week or the week after. They have a couple Germany games. Yeah, think, Germany. Nice. The Frankfurt. What were God. they called again, Solo? The World Football League? Dragons? Yeah, what the... No, you had the Rhine Fire. Oh, yeah. Frankfurt Galaxy. Oh, yes. The Frankfurt Galaxy. That was my team. Those helmets were awesome. Then later on, you had the Hamburg Sea Devils or something like Hamburgers. that. Where Eric Crouch, Eric Crouch one year was trying to make a comeback as a defensive back and was oh, playing wow. safety for them. That's Damn. right. All right. Damn, well, Solo, your memory is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That's why we got you here, it's, Solo. You know... Well, you know, sometimes it is sometimes, but it is really enhanced when I drink like Tahoe <laughs> Blue Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, baby. That's right. And eat and eat impossible walks. <laughs> <Yes>. Guys, <laughs> yes. Brett, I think we're going to have to change it this week. Welcome to Tahoe Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Welcome to East Rutherford. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tahoe. Perfect. That was perfect, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>